Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about E3. E cubed. And to do that, on our special guest couch, we brought in none other than the what could only be the third co- ho- co- I can't even talk. Third host of our podcast. Starstruck, man. Starstruck. <laughs> Full try. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad you're back, man. Yeah, dude. can you put like no, I know you usually put like applause. Can you just put crickets? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, will do. Will do. Um, so this week has been E3. We're releasing this early. I've got to get my mouth working right because I can't talk. <laughs> That's accurate. That's 100% accurate. And the lips. Yep. We got to do some uh, some some warm ups. Some, yes. Some vocal warm ups. <laughs> yes. I love scotch. <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch. <laughs> Down it goes into my belly. <laughs> Baxter. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> the entire wheel of cheese? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, we talked about that movie last week, oddly enough. <laughs> we did. This is the second week in a row. This is like a new record here. <laughs> we should keep that rolling. Like We need at least one Anchorman reference every episode for the rest of the summer. Oh, man. Um, so guys, before we get into the E3 news, it's just going to be like a extravaganza of news. Mm. Extravaganza! Ganza, ganza. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird echo. It wasn't even my voice, man. (laughs) That was very strange. This echo in this room is very odd. I think it's broken. Yeah. (laughs) What have you been up to? (laughs) Uh, Watching a lot of E3 stuff, That's true. Um, Do you think over the weekend? Uh, I mean, not me. Like, because I don't E3, think I saw either one of you online all weekend. Because E3 was ridiculous, like this year, where it's like Microsoft was like, "No, we're gonna do it on Sunday." Yeah, and then EA is like, "Oh, we're gonna do it Saturday." Like, I really do feel like my entire like it's been like a three four day thing. It's been weird, and it's all spread out too. Yeah, I've been like, I, I try to get on and like I, I'm like doing my normal thing where I'm like, oh, let me check and see what's what news has dropped. And I get on and like nothing, nothing new. Like everything is like immediate after the conferences, yeah. but then no new things after that, you yeah. know? And so like, whereas normal E3 is like rapid fire, like every second you hit the refresh button on a page and it's like, it's a new announcement and that sort of thing. So yeah. it's been weird because normally it's just like, I'm just hyped all day, you know? And I'm just <clears> amped. <throat> I got really hyped on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got really hyped on Sunday and then it's just kind of like, I can't maintain that level of hype. <laughs> it's that law of diminishing returns. I'm only returns. one man. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, well, I wasn't online mm. this weekend. I wasn't playing too many video games. My wife went to Haiti this mm. week, and so awesome. I spent a lot of time with her. Um, but yeah, just been kind of hanging out. That's cool. That's cool. I haven't done much either. No. The- well, I mean, so what's also <laughs> funny about this, I like you think about, I was like, why haven't I done anything? Like there was, there was days since the last time we recorded that weren't E3, right? And it's like, no, no there really. really weren't. We recorded on Thursday night and E3 started on Saturday. So yeah. it's like, there was really only one day and I, apparently I didn't do anything entertainment wise that one day. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what I did on Friday. Yeah. Nah. No idea. There, nothing. Just work. 
All right. <laughs> so we have some picks of the week. <laughs> Pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> That's the fastest we've ever gotten into this. It's four <laughs> minutes into the podcast. We're into the pick of the week already. So weird. <laughs> it's like a real podcast. <laughs> I really feel like... I, yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're not taking like left turns into like yeah. punk rock bands or anything like that this, this week. It's We're down to business. Yeah. So, Josh. Yes. Can I say your name, Josh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, I've I've completely stopped calling you by your real name. I know, and I just call you Fultron in real well, life funny, all the time. Okay, we're gonna take a sidetrack for just a second, yes. just in you know, because it is the podcast. Uh, so whenever we're rating, yeah, on Destiny. Oh my gosh! So my name on Xbox is Jane Ash Fulton eighty four. Yeah, my yeah. mind just got blown, dude. I just realized like I always call you Fultron. You always and- call me Fultron, and so whenever we have randos with us, they're like, "Who the heck is Fultron?" <laughs> That's amazing. I never even realized. And I for for months have been I've just been like, dude, I just need to pony up the ten bucks yeah. and change it to Fultron. Uh huh. But I just. <laughs> I never do it. I was like, I might need those 10 bucks. You never know. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't realize that. Listen, I'm causing own, confusion. Own advice from the video. Stop getting coffee at Starbucks for a week. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, uh, for anyone interested listening, you have a video uh, analysis of yeah. limbo that's going to go up sometime 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 not, in the, this summer limbo. my goal sorry not inside. limbo no inside. inside that's right i haven't yes. played either of those games guys my goal my goal that is like so <laughs> my shame uh it's such a low bar there's no way i won't hit it uh end of the month is what i'm shooting end of the for. month nice. yeah okay see i would have just like gone even like i would have been like summer <laughs> you know soon so it's like and it's 2017. like 2017 yeah like, like you can just delay it out of that window yeah. like all the video game companies yeah will. um but like uh i was thinking like because summer is very ambiguous because like some people are like oh it's like july you know yeah. it's like the end of the july is yeah. like you know and people go back to school mid-august but summer really doesn't actually end until september right like the end of september where it's like you get into fall the first yeah, day well, and fall. then it's like like apple when they really they release their new os's every fall mm-hmm. yeah and they're always like fall 2017 you're like oh man like august we're gonna have ios 11 no try december <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's like the day because yeah. like then if you say fall it's like yeah the the, the uh, winter doesn't technically begin until sometime in like december or something yeah, so late it's like, december well, well you're like oh i'm still the winter solstice is not till the near nigh end of <laughs> december <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, so, <laughs> so like a month. Anyway, so I we saw a we previewed. I will say I got an yeah. exclusive preview. Yeah, <laughs> two, <laughs> like this is such a big deal of two minutes of this yeah. uh, this this thing, and it looks awesome. So well, thank you. Excited. So thanks. Anyway, but yeah, Chris, you were about to ask him what his pick of the week was. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, we took this left turn. No, it's fine. <laughs> What is your pick of the week? Do you want to know? Uh, Well, speaking of video essays, my pick of the week Mm. is a YouTube channel that does video essays on movies that are not necessarily critically acclaimed, Hmm. but have merit. Nice. And uh, the channel is, I think, called Chainsaw Suit Originals. So like Chainsaw Suit, like you wear a suit to Mm -hmm. a wedding, Originals. And it's kind of a collective of different creative people who do different stuff. But the series on there is called Movies with Mikey. All right. And it is some of the most well-produced 
well thought out, like incredibly scripted stuff. And he's freaking hilarious. Nice. Uh, he's really funny. Um, and he does stuff where he talks about like, I mean, he talks about galaxy quest and, mm. um, uh, emperor's new groove. And he picks all these like weird movies where you're like, they're not really like something that you would like <laughs> deep dive into, but he goes deep, man. He did one on the you force threw up of McGroove, by yeah. the way. I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, he did, he did one on, um, uh, on force awakens and, uh, dude, you'll be crying by the end of it. Like he's, he goes so deep into like what star Wars. I am? What's that? Cause of how emotional it is. Yeah. Like he, he, he will go from like, you're like belly laughing to like just a single tear down your. So cheek. you're like, you're crying cause you're laughing. Cause that's Man. where I thought you were going. No, no, no. Be crying by the end. And I was like, Oh, so we're going to be like laughing cause he's funny. Right. But like, you know, Isn't it's, it funny it's how emotional expressions too. are like that. You're like, I was in stitches. You mean because he punched you <laughs> or because <laughs> cause you ran no, really was, hard. No, I was laughing. <laughs> I was dying. Oh my God. That's terrible. It was fantastic. Um, no, but he starts off basically talking about how the force awakens is literally a miracle that it actually mm. was any, uh, it amounted to any success at all because it had so much going like writing against it, you know, so much fan criticism and all that kind of stuff. And he's, you know, he does it in a very lighthearted, funny way. And then he goes on this like five to 10 minute rant on the, at the end of the video, just talking about what star Wars means to the world. Mm. And like, you're just like, good Lord, Star Wars is everything. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. I so. mean, considering like <clears throat> I was crying through my first viewing of Force Awakens like mm. most of the time anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I'm probably, you're right, like I'm probably going to be just bawling through yeah. the whole thing. He does, so. the, he does the same thing with Galaxy Quest. He go, he like he talks about like Alan Rickman's character and mm. like what his character represents and like the lines that were written for him and you're just like on the surface, yeah, it's a comedy, but like... Yeah you look at the writing, you're like, oh my gosh, like this is really good writing and it's freaking Galaxy Quest. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like he's really good at like kind of, it's kind of like the the anti-cinema sins. Nice. Nice. So, That's good. Yeah, That's cool. It's pretty cool. I, like, I mean, it looks <clears> like uh, it has a ton of these videos, but they're all like very like small nugget size things like where it's yeah. like 15 minutes, 16 minutes. So it's like, you know, this is this is lunch break type yeah. stuff like yeah. uh, where you can consume it over there. Like, yeah, and I think he's a writer. Things. I think he's a screenwriter. So he has some hmm. foresight into that kind kind of stuff some knowledge I, awesome. I, I like that it's not um just like hey let's just destroy this movie like even the uh how it should have ended or whatever yeah yeah even though it's like after a while i'm just like I, this is like i can't take this anymore yeah, yeah. and <laughs> honest trailers like honest i don't, tra- I, I don't <laughs> like honest trailers yeah. at all usually just because it's like it's like oh man i'm i don't, don't want to be that, that cynical you know yeah. it's like i want to i want to enjoy things yeah <laughs> 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 Although I like to watch Cinema Sins because I love it when it like the movie gets the best of him, where he'll just be like, <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, yeah. all right, I'll take some some yes. points off because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Chris, yeah. what is your pick of the week? <clears throat> so. <laughs> All right. For what is my pick of the week? I forgot for a second. All right, my pick of the week. So this past um, this past weekend, I took part in a taco crawl. So you did do something. And right now, this is the number one song in America, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's uh, 
I love it. It's Louis a great Fon- song. Fonzie, da- Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber. Right. There's, it's Despacito. It's amazing. There's an it's original. So, much fun. so the the interesting thing is there's an original version of uh, Despacito without Justin Bieber. Right. And then there's the version with Justin Bieber. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. They're both really good. Yes. Well, yes, they're both really good. I mean, obviously, this is built more for an American audience, so right. I like this one better. What's funny is to me, or interesting, is the uh, there's the original like uh, version on his album. There is a pop version, which they added drums <laughs> to, <laughs> and then there's this version, which is awesome, um, which is like basically the first with like more of a of like a pop, what we consider pop beat over it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like drum drum machines have loops. It's my stuff. jam right now. Yeah. I listened to it about 100 times, dude, over the weekend. <laughs> I love it. I love and I love like songs that have multiple versions of them. Um, where it's like you can you can kind of like dig down into like, oh, well, what's different? You know, that sort of thing. Like, Sometimes that's I do. Really cool. Sometimes I listen to all the versions and I'm like, these all suck. <laughs> or you sit in a car. I think you and I we were on some road trip. Oh, or whatever. Man, we, that, we yes, tore so apart. The song from The Hobbit. Yeah. Um, what's it? Oh, Misty Eye. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. yeah. So there's that version that was on The Hobbit. Then there's a yeah. version that's on his album. And it's like, it's like this. Is it, did we just say it was the same performance or it's, is it different? It seems like it's the same like tracks, but it's like vastly different things are really like pushed and like, you know, compressed different ways. And it's yeah. like, it's just completely like different arrangements based on like, cause it's like all of a sudden in one of them, like a shaker will come in and you're like, that shaker, was that in the other one? Well, and like the <laughs> reverb is different on the voices. And yeah. Like, Things are mixed either like hotter. Like I don't know. I'm just kind of like well, why? And it wasn't the like question. There was, yeah, you know, there wasn't like, like a rhyme or reason where it's like one is more poppy than the other. No. they're just different. And it's not also like not one. Like one is like they're both good. Yeah. So it's like well, I don't even know which one I prefer. Yeah, it's like which one do you put on your playlist? <laughs> I you don't know. know. <laughs> and then also one was like a lot louder than the other one. Yeah, like the a lot pop more one was definitely more compressed. You know, so like I don't know. You know, it's just like okay, this is weird. But yeah, Des- Despacito. I love that it's uh, the um, number one song in America. I love it whenever like artists cross boundaries. Like, hey, let's feature Justin Bieber on this Spanish language song that <laughs> I wouldn't have listened to otherwise. You know what I mean? Because it wouldn't yeah. be on pop radio. And it's like it's a great song, so yeah. it's like, well, then why shouldn't it be number one? Agreed. Let's let's get some exposure for it. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week. I mentioned last week on the podcast uh, that Shantae Half Genie Hero mm. was coming out. Yep. Um, and for Switch. Yes. It's already out on uh, on Xbox and PlayStation platforms, and so it came Wait, out to Switch. It, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out a couple months ago oh. uh, for those. Is that the one that? No, 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 no. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's the one. It's is it out for 3DS? Oh, it's not for out for 3DS. This well, what is came a, out on 3DS? 3DS was uh, Shantae uh, and the Pirate's Curse. Oh, that's the only one that's been on 3DS. Um, there was another one. Maybe Risky's Revenge was before oh, I that. Thought that. I thought that other one that came but, out was on 3DS as well. No, uh, no, no. This one consoles. This one is is just on consoles, and so okay. this and I think it was on Vita too. So it's like that was okay. the only handheld yeah. it was really on. Um, and so now it's been on Switch. I bought it. Played it while watching a lot of the like recaps and like coverage of E3 whenever there wasn't like a game trailer on. It was like, oh, let me just do this thing. Super fun game. Um, it's maybe not like on. I fell in love with Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Like mm-hmm. that game 
pixel art gorgeous mm-hmm. this is hd kind of hand-drawn stuff looks really really pretty as well but it's like the uh, the gameplay is slightly different and so um like the powers and things like that that you're using are a little bit less platformy and a little bit less like of a uh, of a jumping around that sort of thing and more kind of puzzly in a lot of ways a puzzle platformy kind of things mm-hmm. which is uh which is a, a cool change and uh, that sort of thing maybe it didn't necessarily culminate in this like final level of like I'm using every single skill that I've learned up until this point because there was a couple skills that were left left on the side, but it's still like it was a great 10 hour experience to like to play through. Um, and so I would highly recommend uh, the Shantae Half Genie Hero. Totally mm. l- like gorgeous. I played it where it was on the TV, played it on the handheld mode. It was amazing. So if you have, uh, if you ever see it go on sale or anything like that with Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, definitely pick it up. It's a it's a cool kind of a platformy Metroidvania kind of a kind of a vibe um, on on that game. So yeah, did you finish Breath of the Wild? I did. I mean, I beat it. I beat the main boss, but yeah. I, I didn't do all the. How many too spoilery? How many shrines did you get? I don't know. Did, Not did, as much as you have. Did you? Did you? Uh... Did you end up using all the game mechanics in the final boss fight? Uh, if I know what I think you're saying, yes. Okay. <laughs> cool. The one, like, the did I do mecha- all the things? Yeah, did you do all the things? I did all the things. Cool. I don't. I've never. I haven't finished it, so I don't really know okay. what I'm saying. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just like, because there's all the abilities. Like, yeah. you have to use all your abilities in the final boss fight. Oh. No. No. Okay. That's not really I, how it works. I don't know. If I mean, because like, I don't, there are multiple ways to solve some of those puzzles. Like, yeah, like I've seen videos of people like running, like rather than getting in a boat or anything, like they'll use the ice thing to build yeah, ice yeah. and just jump from ice thing to ice thing. Which I hadn't even thought of until you said something about it last week. I know. And like, I saw those videos and I was like, man, that, that didn't even occur to me. It's tedious as I'll get out. <laughs> but it works, you know? And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. whatever. The, um, so that's so, always the ability well, I forget anyway, about. What I was thinking was so like at the end of like, I don't know as much inside but like at the end of limbo for sure yeah something i love about it is that you're like if you try to jump into that final level of limbo <laughs> without <laughs> having played the rest of the game and learned like the mechanics that they've taught yeah. you along yeah. the way and probably the same thing with inside too i just haven't analyzed it in the same way yeah as you're you are going to <laughs> and uh no pressure <laughs> that adds another minute onto the video right yeah. <laughs> and uh, another week's worth of uh of, of production yeah <laughs> um if you jump in without learning the mechanics first, like like there's no way you'd be able to play that thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way that uh, that like Shovel Knight is as well, and that's the way yeah. you know Shanti uh, Shante uh, and, and the um, Pirates Curse is. Like it's to the point where I had to replay the majority of uh, of oh. Uh, what was I just saying? Shovel Knight. Yeah. In like, cause I took a break right before oh, the last man. level. <laughs> and like, I took like, I took like two weeks and I was like not traveling anywhere. And then the next time I was traveling, I was like, Oh, let me, let me just knock out this last level. No. Cause I lost the, the ability to remember how to do all of the combination of buttons and jumps and bounces and firing throws. And it was nuts. And so like, yeah. that's the same way I feel about the ending of, um, the previous Shantae game, the, uh, the, pirate's curse but this game it's more about like you you pick up abilities to to morph into different animals so it's like one animal can like sort of fly upwards another mm-hmm. animal can like uh jump really far and stick to walls and stuff and so like the last level you have to use all of those animals 
But there's like there's a way like with especially with the one that flies a little bit. It's like yeah. well, you don't have to use that that old flying one that goes just laterally. If you have one that also goes up, mm. <laughs> so it's like you can just kind of get through a lot of the level with maybe three or four of these abilities rather than all mm. like eight of them or whatever. So, mm. um, but definitely worth, worth the buy. Definitely worth playing. The humor is amazing in those games. I love, love the vibe, love all the characters. And then obviously the art. So. E3 2017. 2017. Now, first of all, we need to get something out of the way. What? In the midst of all the hubbub, Bungie decided to up the release date of Destiny by two days. By two days? <laughs> from, from Friday, the 8th of September. Oh, that's to- what Aaron meant. So I I missed <laughs> that it would got that it got moved. Yeah. Wait, what? It got bumped yes, up. Yes, it got moved. So our friend Aaron, who's been on the podcast before, right. took the 8th off from work. Yeah. Or like and put I, in I his time off. as well. And then and now he's like, well, at least I don't have to worry about the servers being overloaded because it'll be two days after it oh, comes out. No. Yeah. So I was gonna take off the uh, the eighth too, but then I, and I, then I was like, well, crap. Now I gotta look at the sixth. Nope. Video shoot. The next day, <laughs> video shoot. I'm like, well, <laughs> I can't play this thing. Like I wanted to sit there all day on release day and play this thing, and now I can't. Can you take <laughs> off the day before and then stay up all night? Oh, man, that's possible. I mean, but. <laughs> Then the next day just the worst. <laughs> yeah, but say, you, you sleep all day the day shoots. before. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. What you're and saying. then you stay up for like you know twenty four hours, and then you, you know, you shoot yourself later. But it's like, <laughs> you know, didn't we talk about on the podcast last week? Yeah. A, a certain senator stayed up really late watching the yeah. uh, <laughs> a baseball game. <laughs> yes. I feel like we're talking about that sort of a situation, yeah. Chris. Yeah, <laughs> and you may want to avoid it. That's true. Chris is going to be the the uh, Mike Gaffer, and he's going to be like holding it upside down, like the other way. Chris, can you can you turn the mic toward the talent, please? I, I love the idea of like he's just holding the boom, and it like slowly as he falls asleep, slowly creeps its way into the shot. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah. Um, thanks, Bungie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the you, worst best news ever. You yeah. asked something. This is the her. worst best news since you two gave us that free album we didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get it off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I forgot all about that. <laughs> like, who goes, man, you two, I really hate them. <laughs> Apparently a lot of people are giving me free stuff. You know, I feel oh like I feel like that's the equivalent of going to like a uh, like a conference. You know, a conference like they have free flash drives out on tables. Yeah, and yeah. It's like that's the equivalent of walking up to to one of those people and be like, I can't believe you're giving me a free flash drive. I hate this. Now it's in my pocket. I didn't want it now in my I, pocket. Now I gotta find files to put on it. I don't even know how to get it out of my pocket anymore. <laughs> Um, E3 2017. <laughs> um, so let's start for a second and just kind of, uh, there's one th- overarching thing that I feel like we'll talk about with, every, with everything, a single thing, so we'll just say it now and get out of the way. This, it was, this year's been unique in the fact that I think the majority of the things that we've talked about have been uh, 2018 and beyond. Um, and what's, that's something that we um, criticized Sony for last year was like, well, most of everything in their conference was for like years ahead. Yeah. And like 
everyone took that cue as to we should do this too. <laughs> yeah, because like everyone loved their con- like. I mean, it was like lots of mind blowing things. It was it was big stuff. Like yeah. you think about the things that they announced is like Spider Man. You know, yeah. and it's like oh yeah, mind blowing and God of War. Oh, mind blowing. You know, but. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, so no, we'll, we saw those same we'll things this year. We'll talk about that as we go through, but I don't want to like belabor the point over right. and over again. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because it's like, man, I'm really excited about a lot of stuff, but most of it is not this year. That was the thing. I think a lot of them, um, whenever whenever I was watching, I, I actually looked up after the fact where I was like, I was I was like, oh man, it looks amazing. And so like initially I was excited and that sort of thing, and then. It was like afterwards. I was like, "Wait, what, so hmm, is that this? Is that this year?" Yeah. And so I like, I kind of like you added things to the calendar. I started realizing like a lot of things are not this year. So, so anyway. I feel like we can, and I'm a little biased, but I feel like we can give Xbox a little bit of a break here because after listening to last week's podcast, that article that I sent you about the Kotaku yeah. uh, promises, Xbox delivered on like ninety percent of their promises last year. True, mm-hmm. and, and Nintendo. So, those are the yeah. two. And whereas PlayStation did not, well, not even close. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't okay. make they didn't make promises of like this is coming next year, but it's like they showed everyone everything, and it's like well, right. So I think then, a lot of people like, assumed that it was Xbox coming. last year came out of the gate like here's a new version of our Xbox, here's the controllers, play anywhere uh, titles, Forza Horizon three, and it all happened. Yeah, this year they're like all about One uh, X, mm-hmm. and I think they're all about getting that out there, and then allowing the free updates to roll in on all the games that are going to be supported on one X uh, or at least enhanced on one X. They'll all be supported, but for they'll, sure they'll be enhanced on one X up to the, the full true 4k resolution, which I think is, is fine with me. Like I think that putting all their eggs in the Scorpio basket is actually a pretty good move. Um, would have been nice to see some kind of talk about destiny from Xbox. Like, well, but I mean, they've s- got the exclusive deal that they signed like, Three years ago, at this point, four years ago, at this point, probably with with PlayStation, with and so Sony. like I really do think that like they can't, as much as they probably would love to, I don't think they they can in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, so I mean that it's I think a lot of those exclusive deals between that and like Call of Duty that went with uh, PlayStation this this generation, um, those deals are like usually Activision when they made that deal with originally with Xbox back on Xbox 360. Um, it was a like fifteen year deal or ten year deal or something like that, where it was it was a really long time. Are you sure like, that was Bungie's, or are you talking about? I think I think they, Activision they, they that with uh, with Activision and Call of Duty for sure. Yeah, yeah Call of Duty. I don't know if it was Bungie's, <clears> but I, I I would assume that it would be a similar deal with with Bungie because it's Activision, you know, because Activision yeah. is making those deals uh, and funding that game. So it just it makes me weary because it's like like we all play Destiny on Xbox, mm-hmm. but every channel that i watch on youtube that plays destiny like 99 percent of them play on playstation and well, yeah like what i'm a, what i'm afraid of is that that player base is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller mm. and then like what if there just comes a day where mm. they're like playstation exclusive interesting you know like i don't think it will because they just added pc as a platform yeah and i think a lot of people who are like serious about like streaming and serious about like uh esports and things like that like really competitive people and people who are like deep into the streaming culture they they'll pick it up on pc because it's going to perform better on pc it's 60 frames per second on pc and it'll it'll look better on pc so i really think like the the exclusivity they're feeling the pain as well uh, with the ex with the PlayStation but I think a lot of them probably will see we'll see whenever it launches because the PC version is not launching 
day and date with the uh, console versions. Yeah, yeah it'll so be interesting to we'll see how see. that fractures the the player base. Right. Like, yeah, I think that has a bigger impact over it than because, like, as long as they keep expanding who has an Xbox, like, yeah. theoretically that's a larger pool to buy these games. Yeah, you know? that's true. And it doesn't necessarily all come down to one game. I know like, uh, uh Phil Spencer, uh, head of Xbox, like he loves destiny has since it launched and like he'll, he'll, he'll play, he plays destiny constantly. Like that's his most played game on Xbox. I think up, yeah. up until, um, a few months ago. So I like, it's, uh, it's interesting to see that happen where it's like this, this really core game, especially Bungie being, you know, from Xbox to begin with, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I, I do think that the PC thing, like it, it being on PC now, is uh, is encouraging with maybe some 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 of those deals and and maybe making the exclusives matter less because the four things this time was exclusive yeah. strike, exclusive things last, gun, last exclusive time. shader, and exclusive ship. Yeah. Um, and so it's like there's two out of those things that are a, a multiplayer map. No, oh, that's right. It was a multiplayer map, not the, not the uh, shader. But that's what um, it was last the last time around. You right. Know, which, yeah, it was a bummer, and it's still like I was a. Uh, what was it? This I was trying to find all the dead ghosts recently, yeah. and uh, like four of the maps are still PlayStation Four exclusive. I'm like, right. oh my goodness, this is so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, what, I, th- I think uh, like with the expansion packs, they actually made it more. There was like two strikes in the Taken King. That yeah, were you're right. You're right. So I think like this time they've minimized as little as they possibly could uh, exclusive. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what ends up happening. I do think the PC thing is is gonna change things. Let's move through the conferences real fast. Uh, I don't want, like Woo-hoo. so. I'm gonna go through each conference. We'll go in order. And we'll talk about like, all the games, all the things that were revealed in the conference. Then we can talk about it as a whole. If we want to talk about something specific about each game as we go through, let's do that. I, like for instance, it starts with Madden 18. I don't want to get too long winded on <laughs> things like this. But we're talking dude, about <laughs> Madden 18. I mean, the story mode like looks really cool. That was the only thing that. Uh, so you're starting with EA, right? Yes. What I want to say, Madden 18. They have a new story mode called Longshot. Yep. It looks pretty cool. End of comment. There it is. <laughs> that is exactly. No, we'll never make it through that this. That is exactly <laughs> the end of comment. No, it, it looks great. Um, so uh, Battlefield 1, they showed some Battlefield 1 DLC. It looks pretty cool. I still have yet to play that. Um, that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and next, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> FIFA 18. Um, it, has, it also has a story mode called The Journey. Uh, this was cool. long shot in the journey. Uh, uh, the journey was this is the second year they've done that. So yeah, it's the it, returning character, right? Yes, which is pretty cool. I yeah. you know, I don't know. I still I don't play that either. The ongoing story because I feel like if you did a new a new like rookie character and took him all the way to pro, you know, every year that'd get kind of boring. So, Need for Seeds Payback. Okay, I do want to talk stop for a second and talk about this. Um, did you happen to see a trailer for Need for Seeds Payback? Essentially, I think I did. For some reason, the, the racing games this year kind of like all spoke to me, except for <laughs> they spoke weird. to me. Except for uh, Gran Turismo, spoke didn't really to speak soul. to me that much. But um, this looks awesome. Like this is the story mode that looked really cool. That like well, that's what they showed off. Mm. That's what I want to play through on this. Yeah, yeah. it looked really really cool. Fast and like, Furious kind of stuff. There's a level like Forza. Like I love getting into like, hey, how do you build these cars and all that kind of stuff um, and tuning. I don't really care to do that in Need for Speed, <laughs> but the story mode looks super cool. So yeah. let's let's focus on that. Yeah. Um, Plus, Chris, yeah. one of the reasons that this one is specifically connected to you, yeah. they were driving a Mustang. They were driving a Mustang. A way out. Okay, this is the big thing. At least my <laughs> big takeaway from E3 was a way out. This is the one uh, was developed by the people who did Brothers. 
um, back on the 360 whenever it was like you control one with one stick and one with the other. Um, you can do it two player too, but I don't know. Did you have to re- like? Uh, I think you're, yeah, one I think person you're, had to like reach over and hold the controller, know, and the other it, person. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they, that, that's a thing. Yeah, no, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, yeah, so like this looks awesome. Where what is it? Uh, you can play it split screen. What, what confused me in the presentation was if we play over the internet, you can play over the internet, or you can play couch co op. If we play over the internet, is it still split screen? Yes. So I still see your screen. Yes. And here, like, so this is the deal. Like, I mean, the interesting thing I find about that is that it's one experience. Like it's a, like if you're uh, on the left, you know, and then you can switch over to the right. Like they showed like different, like each character, like it's a cinematic kind of a thing, but there's always two things happening. Mm. Yeah. And in like, while a cutscene is going on for one person, yeah. a, the other person can be like controlling the character and like sneaking around and like doing something. Yeah. And so it's like, I think there's <laughs> like the two sides of this thing that I find very cool. And the fact that it's the same experience for everybody. Yeah, that's That it's not like you're doing something cool and you're like, oh man, it just did something amazing. And I'm like, I didn't even see that because I don't have your screen. It's mm. always split screen. So hmm. very cool. That's cool. That kind of reminds me of the, the portal multiplayer. I think you and I played that oh, a little bit. Yeah. Where you can hold Forgot down a button that. and see what the other person is seeing. There's yeah. so many things built into that multiplayer that really help you work together mm. really well. Yeah. I always wondered why more games didn't do stuff like that. So that, yeah. that'll be interesting. Yeah, I also I find that, that if like so your friend is like, like, there's like puzzles like in yeah. this. Yeah. As I was thinking, if, if your friend is like screwing up a puzzle like over <laughs> and over and over again, you're like, come on, I can t- see what you're doing. <laughs> Whereas like in Destiny, it's like, all right, who's not doing their job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to go down the list. Yeah. <laughs> you ticked off the Gorgon. <laughs> Roll call. <laughs> Uh, the, then they show, they show, briefly showed off Anthem, um, ever so slightly. Yeah. Like I was like, I, I almost wish they hadn't shown it here and just waited yeah. for Microsoft's conference. Yeah. They showed the logo and that was like, <sighs> well, it looked very much like the, the, like destiny in that preview. And I think that that was like, initially I was kind of like, ah, I'm not super interested. Like it yeah. looks like destiny. NBA live 18. Sports. And then they show. Did that one have a story mode too? What? I think it had sort of no. a story mode kind of a thing where you could do like streets and then you could do the. And it's not uh, really a story mode. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a. I mean, it's got prog- a pro- progression. Right. But it's like, it's not. You can gain rep, you know, and get gotcha. different sponsorships. It's gotcha. basically just like loot drops and all that kind of cool. stuff. Like, but there's no story, story mode. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then the final game that they showed off and showed off. In length was Star Wars Battlefront Two, mm. dude. Overall, um, it was uh, an interesting way to start the uh, the E three two thousand seventeen season. Um, the, yeah, the, like the two games that really only spoke to me, uh, three of them: Need for Speed, Brothers, or not Brothers, uh, A Way Out, <laughs> and Star Wars Battlefront Two. The most intriguing part about Star Wars Battlefront is that it has a full blown story mode mm-hmm. set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And preach it. I know. Like, <laughs> and all the DLC <laughs> from launch on is all free. Yeah. Which is Ugh. amazing. So they did that with Titanfall. And I think like that, like whatever happened the year prior, like, so two years ago, whenever battlefront originally came out, uh, the first battlefront. Yeah. Um, and I mean, whatever happened that time and people like, were like, Oh, it's splintering the player base. However, that all played out, like whatever stats that they're looking at on the back end to see player drop off and like that sort of thing. Um, like it, I guess that it's, they are, they're like, well, the free DLC thing is the way we're going. And I mean, I guess Titanfalls worked like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they're doing it. Um, I'm like, 
I probably wasn't going to buy this game if it didn't have a story mode in it. Yeah. And now I have to get it. Oh, yeah. Dude, Dude the story. Star Wars canon. Bro, do you... Uh, just real quick, there's a shot in the trailer. I don't know. Have you seen the trailer? Yes. And you've seen the trailer. Yeah. Okay. There's a shot where a dude turns around and he's got like a television screen for a face. Yep. Oh, and yeah. And it's freaking Emperor Palpatine. Yes, you're right. Like he's Wait. still there. <gasps> I just thought about that. But we don't know where this spans because it's supposed to connect mm. the Return of the Jedi to the other. So that could be like the but first the scene supposed to be pre dead. him being dead. Or it could be a message but, that go, went out after he died. I hadn't even thought about that. But if you read the comic book, yeah. Journey to the Force Awakens, yeah. you know that Palpatine had a fail-safe plan. Right. Like, Whoa. that if he know. was yeah, to die, he right. was still basically running the Empire after he was dead. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I so wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that AI was basically, like, infused with Palpatine's, like, knowledge of... Mm. command or whatever that's that's wild holy cow like that's how wild. crazy would that be that's nuts i'm i'm uh <clears throat> i'm so excited for this game specifically yeah. for that for that reason yeah like for the the fact that you're playing on the emperor or the uh the the empire side yep like that is super intriguing to me mm-hmm. i'm uh i'm amped to see what that goes down as it's like, I, I'm not going to lie. It'll be kind of strange to be like the uh, the stormtrooper cutting down all of the rebel <laughs> troops, you know? And it's like, that'll feel a little weird, <clears> but <throat> it's it's uh, it's definitely a cool, cool twist. I also love, in the multiplayer side, battle droids. Yeah. You can be a battle droid. Well, it's everything from yeah. episode one to episode seven. It blows my mind. Just battle. I love, I love the battle droids. Um, yeah. I think they're hilariously cheesy and it's like everybody who, <laughs> all the criticisms that are out there of the battle droids, I totally understand. <laughs> but at the same time, I like them. You like them. <laughs> everybody hates them. And, uh, and I, Roger, Roger. I just, I'm like, yeah, I totally, it's, I, I understand your opinion and I, I, I respect it, but I like them. All right. So we move on to Microsoft's, conference we're gonna have to like yes. we're gonna have to read into some of this here because unless you can <clears throat> real quickly look up something that has just a list of all the games because uh this article i pulled up it says all the games from microsoft's xbox one press conference and it has 17 pages and <laughs> they talked about 42 games so yeah. um and there's only one game on each page it seems like so we'll see um first we let's talk about let's just talk about they're not going in order so i'm just gonna okay go. <laughs> we'll talk about Anthem. <laughs> they're going to go alphabetical order? Is I, I, that what's, maybe. what's happening here? Possibly. Yep, that's what's happening. It is alphabetical. Interesting. Anthem. Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, the demo looks beautiful. Well, first of all, they, they started, let's talk about Scorpio, because they started talking about Scorpio. Yeah. And that kind of relates to all this. Um, they showed uh, a, the box. We have the price. Um, it's super small, mm-hmm. uh, has liquid cooled yep. somehow, um, has, uh, you just pour water on it and yeah. it's <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> ready to go. Overheats, you just throw it in your bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything looks beautiful running on it, mm-hmm. like better than anything I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back afterwards and watched all the like 4k captures that people did of the conference and yeah. watched like, cause they, they broadcasted it in 4k. Yeah. But almost nobody was actually like, you know, actually uh, broadcasting out yeah. in 4K. Um, but some people had the actual like footage from the conference mm. in 4K. And so like seeing all that gameplay footage in 4K HDR, you're just like, 
Wow. Dude, this this machine is going to freaking tear crap apart. Like, it is powerful. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm pumped for it. Um, I know, like, you bought a 4K TV this year, mm-hmm. and I, uh, um, I'm i going to buy one here pretty soon. Um, what was interesting, like, in Sony's <clears> press <throat> conference, they said that, like, what they say? Over half the the people that their audience is, are playing on 4K TVs or something ridiculous like that. So okay, so they said the the PS4 Pro. Okay. Uh, uh, it was uh, of the PS4 Pro owners, okay. over half are playing on 4K televisions. Which um, means half of them don't need the PSK, PS4 right. Pro. Right. Yep. There was a. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Eurogamer. They were uh, they released data on like how many PS4 Pros have sold versus regular PS4s, and they said that one in every five. PS4s sold was a PS4 Pro. Okay. And then, yeah. So it's like, it's not a huge group, like huge number of PS4 Pros out there. Like, it's not like everybody buying PS4s is buying yeah. PS4 Pros. They're so still I buying think, the original. I think it'll probably be about the same for <clears throat> for Xbox. Like, you don't need this box unless you have a 4K television, in right. my opinion. Well, they said that, like, it's going to, like, if you have a 1080, like, some of the games don't run at 1080 true, right now. True. And so with a, with a, uh, uh, 1X, you it will at least take you up to 1080 if that's what you that's have. That's true. What is super sampling? <clears throat> I have no idea. I kept throw, they, they threw that around, then Sony threw it out. So, I'm like, what the heck? It's it's like basically, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I could, <laughs> so the one so it is, the is. one thing, the one thing I don't <laughs> want to do, like I was about to go into, like, cause I've read uh, a lot of like the, uh, the, the, um, oh, Euro gamers, like they're, What's their name? Digital Foundry. A lot mm. of their articles that they've talked, like explaining super sampling and things like that. But like, I don't know that I grasp a lot of like. So many times I read their articles, and I'm like, yeah, I I know what all those words mean. <laughs> those are English individually, words. <laughs> but putting them together, so like, I don't want to, I don't want to spew off like what the way I understand it, and it be completely wrong. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> anthem. We go back I just to the sent games. you an article uh, that probably will have more uh, and in chronological Wait, can we, order. Before we move on from Scorpio, mm-hmm. can we say, are we all, we're all getting one? Yes. I am not. You're not? I don't have a 4K TV. Okay. Um, and, and I, you know, I don't have a, uh, a HDR com, like capable television yeah, either. Yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> I feel like I'll probably get a new TV sometime in the next like two years. And so at that point, absolutely, I'm going to get one. Yeah. But it's, um, and I'll probably get what, like, if they come out with even another iteration or something like that, I'll probably get whatever's the most future proof at that point. Because, like, thinking about the televisions nowadays, like, any TV you buy is going to be probably going to be a 4K TV, right? You know, yeah. just general prices are dropping like crazy right now. And so this TV, I'm totally happy with. I'm totally happy with, like, what's going on with my rig right now. So it's not like that's gonna happen but probably what will happen is whenever we move and it's like if we put this tv in like a bedroom then it's like ah let's upgrade the tv to a 4k in the living room then it's like let's just do the whole thing you know Mm -hmm. pull the trigger on on the the scorpio Mm -hmm. so or the one x so i was very happy with what i saw yeah it sold me completely i'm like yeah yep i'm on board yeah Yeah. it's so price point Yep. I, you guys both were like sigh of relief whenever the price point was announced. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like, I, I was like neither surprised nor disappointed. Like it was, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, I figured it would be that amount because whenever the Xbox one originally launched, it launched at that price point. Yeah. And so I figured, okay, we're a few years removed from that. And so that's going to be like the new norm. Just like with I think, the new iPhone, it's usually the same price as a previous iPhone. I think people thought because the PlayStation pro, 
the PS4 Pro went for 400, I think is what it is, right? Yeah. 399. Yeah. They were thinking because there's, you know, how powerful it is, like, and, and whatnot, the Scorpio will go for around 500. Well, but then Phil Spencer started saying stuff like when people were asking about mm-hmm. price point, he's like, well, you know, it's important to know that this is a premier gaming console. Like, this is not for yeah. everybody. Like, mm-hmm. we're not marketing this to the masses. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this, it's like a boutique product. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so then, like, people started blogging and writing articles like, oh, it's going to be $700, $800. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. be like the price of like a low tier gaming PC and all that. So it's just like, crap man and so like i was like started like thinking like how am i gonna save my money for this like yeah. or am i even gonna get it like it's yeah. not like my xbox games look terrible on my 4k tv right so like do i really need it and then when they said 500 i was like oh my god that's great that's <laughs> yeah. fantastic I was like nice that's kind of what i was hoping you're for. like hey that's manageable yeah, yeah. okay yeah. that makes yeah. sense I mean, it's, like I don't like the comparison that people are making between the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X because it is not the same thing. No, no, no. It's no. not out. It's apples and oranges, really. Well, it's like, isn't it supposed to be like multiple times more powerful? Because it, and it's and it's almost like, I mean, the the PS4 Pro is more on on uh, par with the Xbox One S. Like yeah. in terms of the fact that it has a, uh, which is, I mean, the Xbox One S is even, I mean, it has a, a Blu-ray player built into it, 4K Blu-ray player built yep. into it, yeah. and the PS4 Pro doesn't. Um, it, it's so weird. It they both upscale, like they both do basically the same thing. Where yeah. uh, this is running everything native 4K, and they can do 60 frames a second native 4K, which nothing else can do Blows unless mind, you're man. a PC. And uh, and so like it's not the same thing. And to pretend it is, I think, is dishonest in some ways. Yeah, yeah. and I think like the uh, the idea had creeped up where it was like, okay, well, well, no matter what, in order to to really compete, Microsoft has to price it no. at the same price as the PS4 Pro in order to like really beat them. But it's like I don't know that that was realistic, and I never thought that that was realistic. I, I s- kind of like, if anything, I thought that this might have been like. Fifty dollars more expensive than I than I like. If they really wanted to go after them, it's like, oh, it's only fifty dollars more, and you get like twice as much power, you know that sort of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I'm I'm there with you. It's like the PS4 Pro definitely is more of a comparison to the the Xbox One S. Yeah. Um, with a little bit more processing power, a little bit more GPU, that sort of thing. I st- I still feel like that the uh, that Microsoft is now playing a different game than Sony in much the same way that Nintendo has played a different game than everybody else for right. a long time. Um, in that like Microsoft still saying this, like this is, these are generationless consoles. Like we, there's no, not going to be a new generation where we stop making these games and start making new games. Like we're just going to make better looking games that play on better looking consoles. Whereas yeah. Sony's flat out said, Hey, we're working on the PS yeah like we're working on the next thing yeah and so it's like okay like this is like you're now playing two different games yeah yep. and you think about like that is reflected in hardware in, at least and even like the backwards compatibility with original xbox games like that's wild that literally any game like as long as the publishers exist and can sell, tell them and will tell them hey yeah go ahead and flip the switch on our game like any like games from the original xbox will play on your, your yeah, machine that's insane and then games from the <laughs> xbox 360 will play on your original game and then you know it's it's wild that everything that has come before will be forever yeah nobody on else the is, xbox nobody platform. else is doing that yeah and nobody else even wants to do that right like, nintendo doesn't want to do that they want you to buy your games like five different times right yeah. same thing with sony like they don't want to even take the time and invest the energy to do it yeah well i mean and, and you think about like uh 
they've probably all seen the stats of like how many people actually use it and that sort of thing. But Microsoft is like, we don't care. Like we're, you know, being so embedded with the PC, like it seems like they're merging kind of the, the console market to be, to take all the good things from the PC market where it's like, Hey, you know, as long as you have a PC that, and and still have an install that will run this, like you can own these games forever and play them forever. And, uh, and so, yeah. uh, And like there's multiple pricing options and multiple options for people who, uh, who want more power. So, I mean, I I really fully believe eventually like the Xbox one X will be the lower tier console and there'll be something yeah. else, you know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that is doing the same thing and will just continue to iterate. And it honestly, I think it makes, it takes less pressure off of each console. Like mm-hmm. it's not like you have to launch and be this big, huge thing. It's just like, well, every few years we're going to get something better. Yeah. If you want to upgrade, you can. Well, that's yeah. what I said. Like, even if in three years, like, if that if that's how long it'll be, which it'll probably be more like one or two uh, before I upgrade the TV. Whenever I upgrade the TV and buy the next console, it I'll buy whatever the most yeah. recent thing is. So if they come out with one after the X, like, within three years, it's like, yeah, I'm going to grab yeah. that one then. So, And if you think about the life cycle, like, the last year of Xbox 360, mm. the games that they were trying to push on that console, mm-hmm. man, it was clunky. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you look at, like, uh, Batman uh, Arkham Origins and, like, how glitchy it was mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. uh, some games were starting to ship with two discs and stuff because yeah. yeah. they couldn't fit it all in. I mean, L.A. Noir had three discs. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that <laughs> well, was, like, two years before it ended, you know? Like, yeah. And you had visually impressive games that are still, to this day, visually impressive, like Bioshock Infinite, where they had, like, you had to either play it without the the cool, like, film filter mm-hmm. that they had uh, mm-hmm. or you had to deal with some lag. Yeah. And, yeah. like, and so, like, it was taxing those processors like crazy, so. Yeah. Uh, they went on and uh, and um, gave us a release date for Forza Motorsport Seven. Looks gorgeous, dude. Mm. Like that trailer that they showed. Like I, the Motorsport series is not my favorite of the of the two. Uh, it's a little too technical s- sides. Yeah, and like it's fun. Like on the free play days and things like that, or weekends, I, we played it. It's been fun, but it's very very technical. But it looked so pretty yeah like if you you know if you're looking for something like you have a 4k tv and you want to impress <laughs> yeah be like those aren't real cars well i think forza motorsport 3 is getting a 4k upgrade uh you mean so horizon uh, or that's what i meant forza, yeah. Horizon, yeah. forza horizon 3 yeah. yeah i need to pull up that list let's let's do that i'm gonna do that real fast before we move too, too far through scorpio so um what is that xbox one x upgrade Games. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are like, what's going on? A complete list of Xbox One enhanced games. It worked. Woo! Boom. Right. Google knows, man. Yep. Oh, man, this is a lot. So I'm just going to pick out the ones that we play the most. <laughs> um, so, oh, gosh, where'd that come in the world? Okay. Um, some of these they released this time. Doom, Dishonored 2. Uh, Dead Rising 4, uh, Fallout 4, Forza Horizon 3, Forza Forza Motorsport 7. That's the new one, though. Mm -hmm. Gears of War 4, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, Halo Wars 2, Hitman, Homefront the Revolution, Injustice 2, Killer Instinct, Life is Strange. Oh, that's a new one. Um, Minecraft. That that was a cool announcement. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Wait, wait. That's a... um, Resident Evil 7, Rocket League. Oh, man, yeah. Rocket League's Dude. getting a 4K update. It's going to yeah. be what? gorgeous night, in 4K. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I'm going to come over to your house <laughs> specifically so we can play doubles <laughs> yep. on your 4K television. Let's do it. Um, some of these they announced this time. 
Is Titanfall 2 on there? Oh, Titanfall 2, yeah. Woo! Elder Scrolls Online, Titanfall 2. Uh, we Happy Few. Who oh, played that? Wow. Somebody's played that that we know, I think. Aaron? Maybe, yeah. Or uh, Jason. Yeah, possible. one of those. Uh, World of Tanks. <laughs> okay. Dude, World of Tanks just keeps Win rolling. 4K. I love... <laughs> Isn't that a mobile game or something? No, uh, no, no, no. It was... it's, it's like a, uh, it's a eSport game. Like, it is massive overseas like where like oh my it's, gosh. it's competitive huge like it's as big as call of duty and those types of things other places so okay so uh let's let's move on uh metro exodus was revealed it was a pretty cool trailer oh yeah um that was one of the most like impactful <laughs> trailers there yeah and visually stunning as well yeah. like <clears throat> with the the underminer yeah the underminer mulking <laughs> that's right uh Assassin's Creed <laughs> origins okay so I feel like I think this every single time Assassin's Creed is announced. I'm like, man, that looks awesome. And I really want to play they, it. Okay. Let's just lay <laughs> this out there. They have killer trailers. Yeah. Like every single, like the, the best one is the, uh, was the, was the one in, um, with, during the French revolution or whatever with the Lord song that was from the hunger games. Mm. Okay. Um, that was my favorite trailer. Like from Ubisoft from makes some great trailers. We'll talk about that one. Get to use off. That's right. Um, so for me, for me, Assassin's Creed is that girlfriend that just keeps coming back and you're like, listen, it didn't work last time. I just, I don't know if I can go through this again. And then she kisses you and you're like, well, I'm back in. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, player unknown <laughs> battleground. Well, okay. So before we move on for that, the, so the thing to me with that game is the, um, which game, uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. Like, wow. so I, I think I said whenever we were watching it, I always hate getting like, into uh, a level and then all of a sudden getting spotted by some random guy that yeah. like I didn't know was there. Yeah. So like this like eagle vision or whatever it's called, like mm-hmm. where you go up and become this eagle that you can scope out the battlefield. Love that. Yeah, that's like, great. Like that will help me out a lot from failing these missions. <laughs> for me, it was always about like, it just wasn't fun for me to jump up on buildings and things for some reason. Like I, mean, I never, it I wasn't enjoyable fun. for me. That's the fun part. Yeah. It's the sneaking around I don't like. <laughs> Player Unknown Battlegrounds is coming to Xbox One. Yes. That so, looks pretty cool. So it's coming ex- like a timed exclusive, right? No, I think it's exclusive. Like, like a console, straight up exclusive. Exclu- oh, like, well, it's also on PC, but yeah. I think console exclusive on Xbox. Yeah. That was the uh, the, the only platforms they... Which I'm, I'm excited. I, I hope we all get it. I think it'll be fun to get like... Because it's 100 people. So oh, I didn't know that. It's 100 people dropped into a zone and yeah. last person standing wins. That's awesome. So it's Hunger like, Games. Yeah. So like, Do there's they, none the of this one, like. Wait, is this the one that like forces you? Yeah, there's together? like a thing that like encloses on uh, you. Yep, every, this sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude. And so there's no cap on like, at least I don't think there would be. There's like no cap on like how many people you're okay. running with. You know. Yeah. So there's none of this like like Destiny raid type stuff where it's like, oh, we got seven people who want to play, but only six can do the raid. Yeah. Like if we have seven people, we just roll right. together. Right. That's awesome. Like, um. I love the idea of like forcing everybody into this like more confined space. Yeah. Like that's really cool. Um, yeah, I definitely want to play that. A friend of mine uh, goes by Kurt J. Mack on Twitch. Uh, he got an article uh, written about him in Kotaku because he, <laughs> him and his friend uh, goes by Cone Dodger. They played an entire round without ever firing a gun, never picked up a gun. What? 
and they and he won. He got the last person standing. That's wow. amazing. Like just by avoiding all other? the com- he avoided yeah, I was about combat. To say, you just probably hide, right? <laughs> yeah, like avoiding combat, like making people fight each other, and then it was just him and Cone Dodger together. And then Cone Dodger made one wrong move and like slipped outside of the barrier oh, and died. No. <laughs> like they both kind of died at the same time, but Cone Dodger died like a split second before him. That's funny. And That's he was really he couldn't. Funny. It took him like it took them like an hour and a half to do it. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. The thing I love about like. And the trailer didn't necessarily show, but like all, literally all of the gameplay I've ever seen of this game is ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's like amazing things like like the ending. They showed a little bit of it where somebody killed somebody with a frying pan. Like there's, yeah. a, there's a sniper <laughs> hiding in these weeds. And then another person like comes up behind him with a frying pan just bonk. You know? and it's like, like those are the moments that I always see of this game. There was a, there was a clip I, I saw it. of this guy just like swimming in the water like right next to a boat. And these two guys come up and they like get in the boat to leave and he jumps in the back just pop pop and just shotguns him in the back and then gets in the boat and drives off. I mean it's like it's ridiculous stuff. I love yeah. it dude. You don't um, start with a weapon do you? No you start no. with nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta go find your stuff. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about that. Seems like this is a timed exclusive for Xbox because uh, okay. it was a labeled as a quote console launch exclusive um so that wording suggests it may come to playstation 4 okay at some point yeah uh, yes they have their destiny we have our battlegrounds <laughs> whatever but it is a fairly fairly big deal to get it to get it even as you know as a launch exclusive no. state of decay 2 is an exclusive speaking of exclusives oh, boom <laughs> uh i don't know i wasn't i'm not i'm not super I was never intrigued enough by State of Decay 1 mm-hmm. to play it. I probably won't pick this up. Yeah. Darwin Project. Um, it was like that, that was the other one where there, that, there was that shoutcaster. Remember? That's right. The On dude who started yelling at us. <laughs> um, and it was another, like, it was another, uh, it's like a, like a, hero. a hero shooter. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, third person kind of thing. I think my comment was, you said, I want him to follow me around. I was like, yeah, he's like, he's going to be like, and Chris comes into work. <laughs> he's going for the coffee. Yeah, I want that guy to <laughs> shout cast my life. Minecraft is getting 4K updates and uh, some other things, a uh, community update. What did you think of all that? Well, as a recovering Minecraft addict. <laughs> uh, you turned your head and closed your eyes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> started rocking in I'm the corner. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. Um, I mean, the 4K thing is like, that's just more of like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's going to be on Scorpio, so we might as well make it 4K. Yeah. It's a 16-bit <laughs> texture pack, you know, so it's, it's not like... Or with the lighting thing, the like, But that, that's the thing that matters. So like uh, on PC, like there's this whole subculture to the PC thing where you can mod it and you can add these things called shaders that will just suck the juice out of your processor. <laughs> and th- they've got it to where it's running like straight up like top tier graphics, like stuff where you need like uh, like next level uh, NVIDIA graphics cards to run freaking Minecraft. It's hmm. amazing. And so, so the fact th- to run something that runs on your phone. You yeah, know? yeah. And so the fact that they're bringing that kind of style and that feel to Minecraft, like, I think that's really cool. And I think a lot of players are going to, I know my son is going to flip out. I told him about it uh, the other day and he was, his face just lit up. He was like so excited that he was going to get to play with shaders. <laughs> that's so cool. Nice. So, yeah. So the coolest thing from the Minecraft section for me was crossplay. Like there's now going to be crossplay between Nintendo Switch, um, PS4. Nope. No, no, sorry, not PS4, Xbox One and PC. Yeah, 
Not so, PS4? No. I read it. There's an article PS4 that doesn't today, do crossplay with anybody. Someone dude. asked <laughs> asked asked uh, uh, Mojang about it and they said, uh, no, PS uh, PlayStation uh, uh, opted decided not to opt in or something. Like they they turned them down basically. They're oh like, my no. god. That's how they've put it with uh, Rocket League. That's how like uh, the the people at Rocket League have put it with PlayStation as well. They're like, We're set. We're yeah. ready to flip this switch and let everybody play. It's up to Gosh. place to end PlayStation's like ah. I don't know. That's dumb. We're good. I'm gonna get the actual quote. Yeah. Minecraft. Cro- what is it? Crossplay. Yeah. I thought that was <laughs> interesting. Like to see a uh, um, a Nintendo Switch on the press conference, yeah. the Microsoft press conference. Well, and I wonder. I ha- I have questions too about what uh, Mo Yang, I guess what they're called, uh, what their game plan is because they now have two different versions of the game. Hmm. They have the console slash Windows 10 version mm-hmm. slash mobile version that mm-hmm. all kind of run on the same tier. Yeah. They have the same features, the same whatever. And then you have just the PC version. Yeah. That has some of the like some of the like the console version has stuff that the PC doesn't, and the PC has stuff that the console doesn't. Interesting. So like I'm not really sure. Like, are they ever going to get it to where it's all the same? Mm-hmm. Are they going to kill the PC version in favor of the Windows 10 version? Or mm-hmm. like, I mean, that would, that would. But I mean, like that that would that would take out all the Mac users. And like, in my mind, like with Microsoft, it would make zero sense to decrease the number of platforms that this game is on at this point. Because like, you've basically right. sold this game to everyone like four times. <laughs> yeah. You know? But it's almost like there's two different. Uh, and maybe there is, but like two different developers working on this game might be, I mean, and that's, you know, the, maybe that's, that's they, like, they decide like to test the, this feature over here and then this feature over here. Like, well, how can we borrow that feature from you? Well, and wasn't, is so. it wasn't the console version and like the mobile versions developed. They weren't de- like, it was a, they worked with a third party. 4J. Like, yeah. 4J. Yeah. So maybe that's why, I don't know. They were like, we need to know <clears throat> what to put in this. Yeah. So the, the tweet was. Um, Jez Corden said, "Cross pl- a re-cross platform Minecraft. Yes to Nintendo Switch. PlayStation refused. <laughs> <laughs> you phrased it way more kindly than they did, Chris. Yeah. You said they opted out. Yeah, no, they refused. <laughs> they refused. Like, All right. They crossed their arms and they went, no. <laughs> they, they, that's, I mean, that's, pretty, like, that's pretty intense. They yeah. literally refused. Jerk. So funny, dude. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Z, Fighter Z. It's nice to be on top. Looked you like know? a crazy a three <laughs> on three um, side scrolling fighter. Two things I have zero <laughs> of in my life Dragon Ball Z and fighting games. Dude, yes. it looked gorgeous. Like, can I just like say. It looked it like looks a like, living, breathing anime. Yeah, like, it did. It looked, like, like the, the art show. style was on point for sure. And like it would, it would, it would pan like to one side, like, and you're like, "Well, this is a 3D game," but it looks so good. Yeah. Also, do not play uh, that with anyone who has epileptic seizures. Yep. <laughs> because that was a dude, mess, dude. Man, don't. I, I would. I would say Dragon Ball just in general wouldn't be good for somebody who is prone to seizures. Black Desert. What was Black Desert? Is it M- MMORPG? What was that? I don't remember that one. All right. Maybe my favorite trailer to come out of Microsoft's conference, The Last Night. Oh, man. I've watched that thing like 10 times. It's so good. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to describe the art style. It's, it's got like this pixel art. You don't know where the 2D ends and the 3D begins. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, and even some of the stuff, I mean, it's like, I don't know, dude. 
there was there was stuff in there. It was like it was like oh that's totally Blade Runner, and then there was parts where it's like uh, almost kind of like Lucas Arts mm-hmm. uh, full throttle game. Like mm-hmm. some of the way that looked and like the fl- like the hover cars and like oh I just yeah I was like I don't I don't care what this game is about. <laughs> I just want it in my eyeballs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. I feel like that one is going to be one just because of how visually stunning it is. Like, streaming is going to be good on that one too. The artful escape. I think that's the one with the guitar. Yeah, it's the guitar platformer. <laughs> the guitar platformer. Interesting. It's. Uh, I-, I loved like the look of that one as well. Like, it looked weird. I like and the wild. look of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like those. I always go into those kind of platformers. Although, like, uh, what's that one? Max: The Curse of Brotherhood. Like, yeah. I think you loved. You liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, but. I, for some reason, it didn't resonate with me that much. Yeah. And so it's, it's one of those where I'm just like, well, this looks awesome. And then I, you know, I'll, I'll try yeah. it. The Curse of the Brotherhood totally reminded me of this old PlayStation game called, uh, oh, was it called The Heart of Darkness? Mm. Look it up. It's a okay. really weird game. But yeah. I just I just remember loving it as a kid. And this <laughs> really reminded me of that. So that's awesome. That's why I had that attachment. But. Code Vein. This is the, uh, the vampire-themed action RPG. I think this is, this is another one of those... Um, anime kind of looking games right dude whenever you've got 42 games like yeah. the fact uh, like there's gonna be some that we can't fall recall. through the cracks yeah. for me like uh i think i was just still in recovery <laughs> from uh from the guitar platformer right sea of thieves we saw a lot of the sea of yeah. thieves and actually still don't is, really understand yeah i still don't really understand it either <laughs> but this is the actually like this is the first time it's actually resonated with me when i'm like this looks fun yeah um whereas everything else i've seen i'm just kind of like i don't care did you know, you, I don't want to be up in the bow of a ship like playing a song. Like who, who yeah. cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you watch? Uh, there was some gameplay of Phil Spencer and then some of the team at Rare like mm-hmm. playing this game a few months, like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and it, like it, it was similar to this. Like where I was like, oh, there's some cool stuff, and they were like they battled like the the zombie kind of mm-hmm. things, the skeletons that come out of the ground and stuff. So, yeah. Still, oh, say so they said early 2018 for that. Tacoma is coming out August 2nd. Super pumped about that. Um, it looks like it's got taken a hit on the visuals a little. Like the this is the one where they have um, like memories or like mm-hmm. uh, and that footage looks different than what they've shown us before. Mm. A lot less um, like like a lot lower quality. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to play it nonetheless. Looks awesome. Super Lucky's Tale is headed to Xbox One. This was an Oculus Risk. This is what I don't understand. And And like... PlayStation showed several of these kind of things off where they are they were VR games, but they're side-scrolling platformer VR games. So Lucky's Tale. Why are you playing this in VR? So Lucky's Tale was supposedly like it's a side-scrolling platformer, but like it was in a circle around you, oh. and so as you go, it's as if like you're like the room is rotating around you, and you're like running along in the room. You Seems know, unnecessary. And so this, <laughs> it looks like I mean they've taken this and they've like it's a completely different thing like they've basically taken the concept of that game and like been like well let's make that for for uh for regular consoles new segment on the podcast chris reviews vr it <laughs> uh, seems unnecessary and that's all we have for today <laughs> oh man cuphead has got a release date it's coming out september 29th finally yeah dude. yeah the reason it looks the way it does is because they started it in 1925. <laughs> yeah. That was the art style when yeah. they began. The original artist is dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks awesome. It also has a $100 box set vinyl of the soundtrack uh, that you can order if you really want to. That seems unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, Definitely. how I feel about that is like, 
who has that for? Like, is it like who's played enough of the game to figure out if they want to spend a hundred dollars on well, this that, vinyl soundtrack? That kind of stuff always happens. Like, that, um, the same thing happened with No Man's Sky. There's like this vinyl release of No Man's Sky soundtrack. Like, no one's seen this game yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that was the well, main how reason. How do I know if I want the music? Yeah, that's the main reason why I didn't pick up the Ghost Edition of Original Destiny was because I was like, I, well, I haven't played. Like, I don't, I don't know <sighs> this game. What if I hate the Ghost? What if the no, Ghost is like completely a terrible thing? What if it's voiced by some guy that didn't give his all and its voice <laughs> sounds stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Crackdown 3 has a release date November 7th I'm not impressed by this game uh, It doesn't do anything for me It just looks like mayhem It never has, yeah Yeah, I mean, the original, the other Crackdowns Like, I was never a huge fan of Crackdown 2 I was like, I don't really want to I'm not one of those people who like, hey They're always like, you can pile all these cars together and blow them up I'm like, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't really want to do that <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I don't. Maybe I don't know. Ashen looked awesome though, dude. I agree. Um, it, it was all scary. Yeah, and it was like but it, the art style was really nice. It, like was really cool as well. Um, no release date for that. No, no, not at all. Life is strange before the storm debuts on August thirty first. I um have the entire first life of strange sitting on my console ready to play hmm. i have not played it yet nice i actually have it there and then playstation for ps plus uh gave it to you for free last month and i haven't played it there <laughs> i have it sitting on two consoles <laughs> i have not played it you can talk about this ori and the will of the wisps mm. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Box quote. Yeah. Sequel to Ori and the Blind Fort. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Full shot. <laughs> That's how I review things. It goes M, 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 capital M, capital M, capital M, exclamation point. Yeah. yeah. How many mm, uh, M's are in your M? Mm, yeah. And that's your review Neither score. of you guys have played Ori and the Blind Forest? No. No, I love platformers. Oh, my so I need to hit it. It is... It's so well made, and it's... Like, it really... It really just makes you want to keep playing. And the story, I mean, the ending, I was like sitting there like, oh, God, I, <laughs> why is somebody chopping onions in here? Oh, man. It's nice. like it's super touching. And then like knowing how the first one ends and then seeing the trailer, this trailer really mm. pulls off that emotion from that or like takes from that emotion yeah. of the, the, the ending of the first game. Okay. Um and you really are like, oh my gosh! Like this is heavy. You're making me want to like pick this up. Like yeah. I, I'll, it might be a, a summer game. You're for telling me. me I could cry. <laughs> There's it, the yeah. game. The game has this weird subtext of like friendship and forgiveness, and the fact that like, like you, I don't know if you've heard that 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 uh, saying where it's like, um, uh. I think I'm I'm mixing like five different things together, but like basically like you never know why somebody is the way they is until you know, like why somebody is the way they are until you know what they've been through. And so like when someone's terrible, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we want to hate them because they're terrible, but you don't know what they've been through that's made them that way. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it's that thing in us that makes us empathize with the villain. And it's that kind of, so Ori in the blind forest kind of touches on that where it's like, yes, this person's against you, but, like, why are they against you? And is there, is there redemption there or is there sadness there? Is there pain that needs to be? And it's like, it goes super deep mm-hmm. for a, a platformer. So it's like, um, are there words in this platform? Zero. I like it. That's a lot of meaning out of zero words. Yeah. 
should do your second video essay on this. Dude, one. I, I think you need to. Before the sequel comes out. When does the sequel <laughs> one, come that out? That one Chris? takes a little longer to beat, so I don't know. <laughs> when does the sequel come out? Oh, they, they didn't, didn't say anything. Oh, gosh. I would imagine it's still a year and a half, two years out. Yeah. Do you think 20, 2019? Probably. Probably. Then they showed us Anthem. And uh, I was impressed. Like, I don't, I don't, I, like, as visually as impressive as it was, the gameplay looks pretty cool. Um, I like the like Destiny esque type of things. Yeah. Um, loot. Yeah, loot. I still don't really know what this is. Yeah. Like a, it's a third person game, but it was first person sometimes. It's almost backwards of Destiny, where it's like, hey, you're third person in the tower, but first person everywhere else. They're like, yeah. hey, well now you're first person in the tower and third yeah. person everywhere yeah. else. You know. Yeah. Um, I loved of what we saw. Like they had multiple different suits. And the drop in, drop out kind of aspect of the multiplayer was cool. Yeah, like you said, like I want to, I don't know, I want to know, I want to know more about like what does the actual gameplay loop kind of look like, um, because that's the biggest thing for me that draws me into like a game like Destiny and that sort of thing. So if this is going for that, like if this is what, if that's kind of where they're trying to go here, where there's like multiplayer Destiny esque kind of a game. You could then they really need to show me the payoff here because like thinking about like the the division yeah um back whenever that came out like it was trying to do something very similar yeah and I feel like they pulled it off okay like but yeah. then you know there were there were other reasons why I stopped playing that but like this one they've got to show me why I care or like why like what that loop looks like you could almost take this trailer and then the E three trailer for Destiny before it launched. Hmm. And you could almost play them side by side. They're almost identical. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. With like, I mean, you've got uh, basically like scripted players, mm-hmm. you know, and they're talking and it's like, oh, hey, Jim. Yeah. Join in. All right. Cool. All right. Let's go check. Okay. And they're like giving each other like super high end commands. Like, all right. I got your six. Okay. Blah, blah. And like, you know, they're just eating Cheetos on their grandma's couch. <laughs> but like really... What would really happen in real life is someone forgets to bring their sniper rifle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like, and then like, you know, somebody gets a gun and they talk about how cool the gun is they got. Yeah. Like, it's literally like play by play the yeah, Destiny yeah, yeah. reveal. Hmm. That's a good, uh, that's, like 20, that's a good division as well. They did that for the vision. Yep. Ubisoft did. Yeah. And that did not live up to the hype. <laughs> no, it did not. There was like... 75% of the features shown in that thing were not in the final game. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Moving on to Bethesda. Um, what was interesting about this is this totally could have been like what a what uh, Nintendo is. Yeah, like, like a direct style Yeah, thing. it's like this is just a live stream. <laughs> they did not need anyone in that room. Like A digital me, event. A press conference, like the reason you need people at a press conference is because there's a developer's going to come out and talk. They're going to like explain a couple of things to you, kind of hype you up. You couldn't even hear the audience during this. It was yeah. just like... <laughs> It was literally a video live stream with narration in between. They came out and said, hey, here's our stuff. And at the end, they said, thank you for watching. It was like, why are all these people in this room so late? Yeah. And at like 10 p.m. Pacific time. And then the stage like was literally just a bunch of screens. Yeah. You know, so it really wasn't it wasn't like the uh, it wasn't a big spectacle. That being said, I, I, I enjoyed it. Agreed. Um, I just don't think it needed to be a, a actual press conference. The uh, the stuff that they showed, though, however, was really really cool. We got some uh, Dishonored DLC, which looked cool. I still really want to play that game. I don't know why I didn't pick that up last year. Did you get it? Did you pick it up? I played the original Dishonored. 
And yeah, it was did, really did you fun. Play, did you, I thought, did, were you thinking about picking up this one? I was thinking about playing Dishonored 2, but I just like, there was too many games and okay. I, I didn't do it. Same as you. But it, like, I, I, the original Dishonored is amazing. Like, it's really yeah. fun. So, um, the they showed a couple of VR games Doom VFR, so Doom and VR, and uh, Elder Scrolls uh, Heroes of Skyrim. Oh, no, that's the, that's the card game. Anyway, yeah. uh, didn't they show Skyrim in, v, in uh, VR? They did, and then Fallout VR as well. Fallout VR, yes. Sorry. Actually, Skyrim VR was not until Sony's press conference. I'm getting so confused. At this so, time. real quick, a lot of VR talk. Yeah. I was under the assumption that there was going to be some kind of uh, VR being brought into the Xbox universe. So, they've said, like, Phil has said, like, they're focusing on making sure, like, the, it, that VR integrates well with, like, Windows 10. And like, that's their main concern right now. And so like, eventually maybe if it proves itself out, it'll come over to Xbox. But at the moment, they're not necessarily interested in bringing it to the console. But I mean, what's to keep them from just like doing a firmware update to Oculus and being like, Hey, Oculus is compatible with one X. I mean, they could nothing. Um, I don't know. And maybe that's uh, maybe that's a reveal next year. I don't know. Who knows? Like the, the, the weird thing that I thought was weird. And it's again, it was like this across the board where it was like, n- there was no, like, let's just go out on a limb and do something crazy. You know, where like, I th- was it last year that they were showing HoloLens off and it was like Minecraft yeah. on this table yeah. and they're putting their head through it and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. It's like, we might not see that for years if ever, but I love seeing like, this is what we can do. There yeah. was none of that from anyone. It, what's frustrating for me, like I love seeing that stuff too, and I, that's one reason why, like I really enjoyed a, what, the the presentation style of Ubisoft's conference. Yeah, but like the like the general gaming public usually doesn't like like those are the parts that they criticize um, of conferences and things like that, where it's like, I'm the one I'm sitting here going, HoloLens looks amazing. Sure. It, I'm never probably going to get my own personal hands on, on this piece of tech, maybe for the, not the next 10 years, but it's amazing. I want to see this. I want to know about this. So, yeah. I mean, so like they, they, they just took a step away from all that. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so there's that, here's a Skyrim, that, that card game. Um, they showed a DLC pack for Elder Scrolls Online. Showed The Evil Within 2, which made you want to go back and play The Evil Within. Like, I don't know what it is. I was telling you, I don't know what it is about the middle of the summer. For some reason, it makes me want to play scary games. <laughs> Isn't that whenever you played uh, Fear? Yeah, like that's whenever I played Fear. Fear. I love those. And did you do, like, you play oh, Fear? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you do man. a rapid fire of, like, Fear, Fear 2, and, like, you know, just go through that, both of those games? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to back? Yeah, it was wild. Um <laughs> Yeah, those were a stressful couple of days. <laughs> uh, so, like, but what I think I'm going to, you were like, I was like, by the time this rolls around, I probably won't want to play a scary game anymore. And you're like, well, yeah. just play the first one and then wait for next next year to play this one. I'm like, okay. Yeah. By that point, it'll be on sale, dude. Yeah. You know? Pick it up in a uh, the winter sale or the summer sale or something like that, which we should be getting the Xbox summer sale soon. Then they talked about, oh, yeah, that's right. And, if uh, Ori goes uh, on sale. I need to see if it's on sale now because if they announced the mm. second one, I would suspect maybe they put the first one on sale. Oh. Uh, they showed Skyrim on Switch. Um, the, the fact that uh, you can have Link's armor and clothes. Quake Champions showed that. And then they ended with Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, which looked really, really fun. Man. Yeah. I still need... I have both of those sitting. I got those for like three bucks a piece over yeah. the holiday season Yeah, um, on one some Xbox sale. They're sitting there. I need to play both of those as well. Me too. I think I have the uh, the DL or the second one on on uh, digital, and I have the original, like the first, just Wolfenstein playing on disc. Then we move to my favorite conference of the entire 
um, weekend, Ubisoft's conference. They started off with Mario versus Rabbids, or Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I, so I've never been a huge Did fan of the Rabbids. Oh no! Sorry, I, ne- I never. Hmm? I thought Sony's was first, but not, no, no, nope. this one. Was first. I've never been a huge fan of the Rabbids, and so I was like, "Ah, oh, that sounds terrible." But <laughs> this looks awesome. It's just like this tactical RPG kind of thing. Like, uh, I love it. Turn-based tactical game. Yeah, dude. Looks uh, like I. The thing about this one was everyone. It seemed like people were like, no, oh, down on the Rabbids. I'm not a huge Rabbids fan either. Yeah. But like, even the Rabbids elements of this trailer, I was totally yeah, fine with. I thought funny. it was funny. You know. Yeah. Showed Assassin's Creed Origins again. The crew two. All right. So the thing that intrigues me, like I was really hot on the crew one whenever it came out. Yep. Um, and then it disappointed everyone. And then the crew two looks cool because they're now you can race not only uh, cars on racetracks, off road boats and planes and yeah. motorcycles and motorcycles. Yes, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, I want to do all that. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's interesting though, like that this was so vastly different than like how they pitched the original crew, and the original crew was like delayed a few times, wasn't it? Um, and so like it, yeah, it, it almost seems like one of those where they they kind of took a left turn in, in development somewhere along with Crew One, and now they're like, this is the actual game that we wanted to like that we took Maybe, that left like turn to. Like what they said was like, we've been listening to fans, and this is the game you want. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Listen to me all you want. <laughs> Continue listening. We showed South Park the Fractured But Whole. Um, <laughs> dude, I cannot wait for this game. Like, the first South Park game was so good. Like, I don't know what it is like about this, about South Park humor. I just love it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous all the time. Um, and the characters are so spot on. Matt and Trey doing the voices. The story, like, it makes total sense for all of them. Like, I'm... I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, Skull and Bones. That looked fun. Did you see the trailer for that? Uh, what was it again? That's that, uh, it's a piratey game. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're, you oh, it's based on the, the pirate battling from Black Flag. That's what's assumed, kind of. But yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it looks it looks really, really like close to it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm interested to see what else that game is because, like, it seemed really fun what it was. Like, the uh, the ship battles and the multiplayer aspect yeah. and, like, taking each other down. And that seemed amazing. But, like, I'm wondering, like, is like what are the other modes? They mentioned that this is one of only a few, right. like, modes. And it's like, I also wonder, like, can you get off the boat? Or yeah, is it well, you're pretty much just the boat? You, I don't think, yeah, I don't think you really need to be off the boat unless it's like, because, like, our. Yeah, like if, there, if there's a story, I would love there to be a story mode. So it's yeah. like, hey, go take out these famous pirates or something like that. Go get their loot or, you know, yeah. whatever it is. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and then just the the fact that you can, you know, like team up with your friends and go play online and like try to compete for loot. Like that sounds awesome. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, and it looks gorgeous as well. Piratey things. Piratey things. <laughs> <laughs> you follow the code. <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil 2, they announced that. Um, for like the hundredth time, um, but they showed a really cool trailer that looked aw- like it was great animation. Um, looked super cool. Yeah. That no release date. That's probably years away. Yeah. Far Cry Five. Like honestly, this is like what's what's interesting to me is this is the Far Cry that is most intriguing to me so far. Like it has kind of that True Detective kind of like weird kind of vibe, like weird like American South kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is just some weird stuff. Like kind of cult kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Cult just kind of stuff. And so I was like, hmm, 
This looks cool. Um, and I always like enjoy watching people play Far Cry, so I probably would enjoy playing Far Cry. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it, it, the uh, the the reason that I love watching people play it a lot is just the ridiculousness of it. You know, the the ridiculous things that you can get into, the animals and all that whole thing. So yeah, yeah. steep is the extreme sports thing. I wasn't like super um, into that, but that's just because that's not really my thing. It had uh, some the DLC for the uh, Winter Olympics DLC, basically. Yes. Cool. Starlink Battle for Atlas looked awesome. So <laughs> this, this did you was see a this? weird one. No, so weird. So you you have these different ships, and you have this thing that clamps onto your controllers. You build these ships. So like you say you want to swap out your guns in the middle of the fight. Well, you take these guns off and put on new ones, yeah. and then they appear in the game, and you can start like using those guns. The example they used was like in-game, it was like, <laughs> they're resisting our ice grenades. And he's like, well, I've got something for that. And they put on like these flamethrowers, you know? Oh, my god! And like I find like... <laughs> The gameplay of it is gorgeous, and it looks looks like amazing, looks fun. And then there's the toys to life aspect of it, and I'm just like, this is like the weirdest video game risk I've seen all E3. Yeah, that does not entice me at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it does to you guys. I know you guys are like collectible guys, but yeah. I just like, man, nothing, nothing makes <laughs> like turns me off to a video game more than buy more things to make it more enjoyable. That's true. Yeah, there is that aspect to it. They mentioned yeah. also that there was like in-game uh, like digital guns and th- like you wouldn't necessarily yeah, you have to have bu- yeah. the physical things like upgrades. You well, could have the digital po- then upgrades Then it's pointless. Too, so. Like, right. I can but respect like, you for doing something different even if I hate it. Yeah, but yeah. if you're going to make it so that like it still caters to me because you don't think it's actually going to work, then I'm like, okay. But like I echoed whenever the dude, the, the, the guy on stage talking about it was like, as a kid, I always loved playing with the starships and upgrading things. You know, like I echoed all of his sentiments. I was like, yeah, that was me. I'm, I, I'm, I'm that person. So anyway, I'm, I'm into it. Showed Oddly. The, they, uh, <laughs> they announced just dance 2018. God, that's with, still a with, thing with a panda dancing panda dabbed. Well, that was it. <sighs> I love saw, how crazy their conference was. Cra- crazy. I know. This conference was awesome. It was my it favorite. It was nuts. Trans- there's this game by Eli- that Elijah Wood. Apparently, he has a studio that he was making games yeah. with. It's a uh, VR game. No. Oh, yeah, it's a VR, VR game. No. Yeah. I wanted to play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, because like, like they didn't ch- show like what anything kind of was, but like, so apparently... Like, it's called Transference. Yeah, before you go into the VR, they show you this, like, that that kind of intro ah, thing where it's like, see, you I will be it. safe, and it's like, you, it doesn't sound like I'm going to be safe. Usually, with are with somebody. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that usually means that you should be worried that you might not be fine. So it's a VR game, but uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested to see what happens when that comes out. And then there was a South Park mobile game that looks awesome as well. <laughs> yeah, um, Phone Destroyer. Phone Destroyer. All right. So then we have Sony's press conference. One last thing about the uh, the the Ubisoft conference. The, one of the other reasons it was my favorite was because like everybody like we had the uh, Eve Gaumont like on stage yeah. and, and like doing everything. You had all these. 
people who care about like what they're doing like they, they were the developers who yeah. were like the Assassin's Creed came out there and he's like I have waited so long to say that I'm you know yeah, on, yeah. on the, the Assassin's Creed thing and the, the Toys Life guy's super into the you know the yeah, toys is, aspect this is, this is really it was the, the passion where, yeah this is the only one where you saw the heart behind the games and I always feel like Ubisoft has always like done stuff like that where we didn't see very many um, like we talked about last week we wanted to see like we didn't see many of the like smaller kind of indie games yeah but like I always love like things like the Great War and what was the other one um, uh, it was uh, Child of Light dude. Child of Light yeah like mm. the just the the heart behind like well, just wanting to make a, a cool game that means yeah. something you know like yeah I always respect that about Ubisoft um, even games like well, uh, there's what was that one that like didn't get finished and now it's like it got put out oh man anyway like they just love games. They yeah. like making games. It was it was interesting to have Miyamoto uh, from Nintendo on stage uh, whenever they were in, de- debuting the Mario and Rabbids thing, and he called out by name the uh, the lead like designer of that game. And that dude is in the audience, and he's just like he started crying. Like yeah. he was like, "That's Miyamoto telling me uh, <laughs> I I did a good job on this game." And then he just like was sitting there. He was like trying not to tear up, and he's like. Ugh. Oh my god! <laughs> he's getting super emotional. So you're just like, I just love the uh, the heart behind their conference and yeah. like what they what they presented for sure. Um, and I thought they did a good job, like um, moving it along. It was it was well hosted. Like, yeah. uh, they didn't have uh, Aisha Tyler anymore, yeah. and I, to some extent, like I liked her, but it always felt like she was trying to amp things up to be bigger than they actually were. And this time, it actually felt like, hey, we're confident enough in our games. Let's just show off our games. Well, I think you know? I, th- I think so many times, like the pacing was was uh, like they would. The, the way that they organized a lot of their stuff before, like in years past, didn't necessarily cater itself to being easily hostable yeah. uh, in those ways either. So, yeah. All right. So Sony, they had a pre-show that they revealed stuff in that was a super awkward. Uh, NAC 2 announced that. They gave Gran Turismo Sport a release date. Uh, they announced something called Hidden Agenda and PlayLink. So that looked cool. Um, I don't know if you saw that. So no. it was a... It's a game. It's a it's a a game that you pick up and has several different like mini games in it, I guess. But you sit around on your phones. You link with the console via Wi-Fi on your phone, and you use that to control. And so, like in uh, the one that they were talking, Hidden Agenda, you're trying to solve this murder, and you're all different characters, and and then it gives you like random things either you're supposed to do or that you have to have to. Uh, uh, say or that like hey you're the not that you're the murderer i don't think but yeah, it gives you like, like playing cards yeah. on your phone and like you have to keep it secret like oh you're supposed to in this turn you're supposed to uh dismantle everybody else or try to mislead them somehow yeah huh. that's cool so, yeah so like it looks really interactive like that yeah like i i'm really intrigued by it <laughs> i agree like I, I it's weird that it is in a package with like four other things, so it's like I wonder how like how robust that one game is, but yeah. or if it's like a one trick pony, or like if it has any replayability, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Matterfall had a got a release date, super hot. It's headed to PSVR. Uh, Undertale is announced for PS4 and PS Vita, uh, and the PSX 2017 date and location was revealed, December 9th and 10th. That was the only Anaheim. Vita announcement. I know. That. Super Hot would be a great VR game. I've seen it played really? on in VR on on some YouTube channels, mm. and it's just like you just feel like a freaking Neo from the Matrix. Where else can yeah. you play it? Like, is it playable outside of VR right now? Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. a PC game. Okay, um, and so, but like you have the dual kind of dual wielding kind of gun thing. You can toss it back and forth in between your hands and that sort of thing too. Not in the PC version, so they're a little bit different. In the PC version, you move around. In the VR one, I don't think you do. Right. Mm, okay. So in in the PC version, it's any time that you move forward, time advances. Mm. And so it's like 
if somebody fires a gun, you can look around and look at your surroundings and be like, okay, there's a wine bottle there. There's a baseball bat there. Uh. You can pick up the wine bottle, dodge out of the way of the bullet, throw the wine ball at the guy. He drops his gun. You pick his gun up, shoot him in the head, shoot the other guy, throw the gun at the third guy, and then take off out of the room. Like, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So it's pretty crazy. That's cool. I would love to see that in VR. Yeah. They started the, uh, the conference proper um, and... Started with this like musical number with this falling rain. Did you see that? No. Oh my gosh, we should show you that in a minute. It was it was weird, dude. I've never seen anybody <laughs> do this with water. So I've seen people uh, like recently uh, on like water commercials, like Brita filters or whatever. They'll spell things out in falling water like that. Yeah, but this is super complex. But this was like art. Like that last, yeah. Im- like the last, yeah. the last image that came up. There was like. I want to know like what machine is doing this. There was like layers <laughs> to it, like where it's like okay, well that one's a little bit lighter of a shade. Like it was like shaded. Yeah. It was a shaded image falling in this waterfall. So weird, weird. Dude. Very strange. Yeah. Um, we the live stream promptly lost sound. <laughs> oh my and gosh! We watched three trailers with no sound. Yeah. But went back and watched them later. <laughs> we saw <a laughs> DLC for Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Um, looks really cool. Heroes here Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds. DLC, and uh, then we saw both of those coming this year. Days Gone, we saw that gameplay demo. I really liked that. Like I'm, I'm yeah. excited about that game. Uh, the I wasn't super impressed with the Days Gone demo last year. It just kind of mm-hmm. felt like a third person Left for Dead. Yeah, it was like here's just a bunch of zombies. Yeah, um, without wh- the multiplayer aspect. Whereas this was more tactical, and you're like sneaking around, like setting the bear trap, and like let you like it felt like the zombies rather than them just being like a hindrance. It felt like you were using them as a, as a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like that idea where it's, it's like just the chaos of using something that's not easily controllable. Yeah. Uh, Monster risk Hunter, reward. Monster Hunter world was announced. That's everyone's amped about that. That's a fairly big deal. Cause like coming to a home console, like a monster hunter hasn't been on a home console in a really long time. Yeah. Being on something this powerful, like it'll be, it'll be good for people because it's been on uh, like 3ds most most recently. Well, they changed the art style because of that, yeah, as well. So it looks more realistic, which is cool. It's still like, I mean, it's that that T Rex thing was crazy. Yeah, I've I've played the some of the, like the 3ds, but it's just the gameplay loop doesn't necessarily appeal to me. It's a little bit more slow and plodding, and then yeah. kind of wearing it down and, and looking for tells and then like all of a sudden like there's a tell where it's like well you gotta run away otherwise you're gonna die and then you run away wear it out and then you start tacking it again so it's like it's yeah. it can be a long haul whenever you're taking these things down and so like yeah I, this has never appealed to me shadow of the colossus remake was revealed the trailer looks really cool um gorgeous man so we'll hopefully see more of that like this kind of stuff like when we're talking about um so monster hunter is 2018, uh, this, who knows when this is, you know, like this is probably 2019 or 20. We saw Marvel vs. Capcom. They got a story trailer, which looked pretty cool. Call of Duty World War II trailer. Very cool. Really, really good. Cannot wait for that game. Uh, We mentioned that uh, Destiny had a little bit of a lesser presence than we anticipated, maybe. Yep. I feel the same way about, and I have felt the same way for like two or like two or three years about Call of Duty as well, where it's like it's less of a big deal. Yeah, it's funny because like Microsoft used to either like lead off their conference with Call of Duty or end it with Call of Duty Mm -hmm. with this big bang, you know, and yeah, it's just not the not the powerhouse it was, and the sales numbers reflect that. Yeah, you know, it's no longer the the behemoth. It still sells a bajillion copies. But it's not just like not as many. Yeah. 
Um, it's been decreasing year over year. Yeah, and the mind share on it is not quite as like high and hyped up. Yeah. Uh, they showed uh, like a string of PSVR games. Final Fantasy XV, Monsters of the Deep. It's a fishing game. Looked horrible. Uh, Star Trials. <laughs> Uh, this is how VR dies, man, because we won't freaking innovate. So yeah. we're just like, Dad, on a fishing game. <laughs> what can you do? Job in real simulator. Like, it's like, I don't want to do the real life things. Well, like, but this one, like, it's not even real. Like, you're fishing for, like, the monster fish, like, that are in Final Fantasy. But it's like, it just looked janky and yeah. looked unfun. Star Child. It was like a, it was like a side scrolling thing. Yeah. Um, another one of those. That looks know. cool. I mean, it looks cool, but it doesn't need to be VR. Is my point, right? Like, uh, with it was to, to Super Lucky's Tale, it's yeah. like that doesn't need to be. VR. That's why it's not VR anymore, right? And you, you think know, about like, like they're probably taking those same assets and those same like things in order to make like a, more of their money back. Like they're putting it out now, sans VR, because the install base on a VR like is very is it's a yeah. subset of a subset. Uh, Bravo Team Moss was that um, what, what we thought was Mouse Guard for a second. It looks exactly like Mouse Guard, like yeah. the 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 design and the fact that like I was like, oh, and at the end of this trailer, there's going to be a snake, and sure enough, there was a snake. So it's weird to me that it's not a Mouse Guard. Game. The inpatient looks really creepy. Yep. Um, so far, those are the like experiences on VR that seem like they work. So Chris, your <laughs> prediction about VR, yeah. was correct. Yes. It was. A lot of our predictions were incorrect. Yeah. I would say the majority, but yes. you nailed the one about like they're going to come out and they're going to rock out some VR. Because I mean, otherwise it was going to die. Like, yeah. If they didn't come out and talk about VR, it was going to die. Yeah. And even though these aren't blockbuster AAA releases, at least it keeps it alive. I still want to see AAA VR releases. Like, what, I think they're waiting to see how things like Fallout 4 and Skyrim do in VR before they, they're like, you know, these are known franchises. They've already made all their development money back. Like we know people like these games. Let's put them in VR, see how they do. Hmm. Same thing with doom. Like that's a different game, but like, let's just see how they do. Yeah. And none of it. What's funny to me is that none of it's Sony. Sony's not even investing in their own, their own hardware. Mm -hmm. These are all third party, uh, uh, developers that they've got to do these things. I don't know. Well, I mean, the VR train, I don't know, it, it it hasn't quite skyrocketed the way I think uh, I kind of anticipated it would. Like, I figured by this point, like, it would be a big thing. Well, but... what's weird is that um, we've all tried VR. Yeah. Mm. And we can all attest it is a unique experience. Mm -hmm. It is something unlike anything I've ever done before. Agreed. So there is absolute merit to its existence. Agreed. But we need to effing figure out how to use it. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise it's just going to go away. And then they're like, it's just not going to. I mean, are remakes really the thing? Like, I mean, that, the thing that still intrigues me the most is that Batman VR, you know? Yeah. The the experience, the, the most positive experience that I didn't want to leave was the uh, the falling brick game where you're trying to fit it through the hole and rotate it and things like that. But the, even that, that, do you want to come home and relax and do that? Exactly. Like, and that's my thing was like, it was, it was addicting to the point where I'm like, it's, it's kind of got that uh, puzzle game kind of aspect of it or like a, like Tetris or something like that where you're like, okay, I'm going to see if I can get farther, see if I can get farther, see if I can get farther. But it's like, I don't know where that goes beyond that. You know, it's like, I, I can't justify the price point for that experience. Like, yeah. yeah. 60 bucks sure okay yeah I, I would buy that game if it was like on my one of the consoles i already have 
but it's like VR being just that experience. Like it was a great experience and it was so like chill and so in intoxicating in a lot of ways, but ah, you know, I can't, can't just five dropping 500 bucks on something like that. God of War got a new trailer and a release window early 2000, 2018. Looks super cool. I'm super. We saw some actual like combat this time. It wasn't just story. Yeah. Um, it looks fun. It looks really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited s- about it. We saw a lot more of the broader story as well, rather than just like him and his son, which would, like the out, outer world and the the other characters in the game look yeah. really cool. Detroit Become Human got a new trailer. You actually kind of I now I kind of understand what this is. It seems really this seems really cool. Agreed. Um, the story seems awesome. We got like no release date for that. Uh, so no idea when that comes out. What uh, what was the game? Oh, it was the uh, the guitar platformer. At the end of it, they were like, uh, it, oh, yeah. "It'll be out whenever it's ready." You know, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah what was it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they I think they swore. In yeah. It. <laughs> It'll be out whenever it's uh, whenever it's well and ready, basically. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I feel like that's what this game is going to be, where it's like, yeah, "This will be out whenever it's out." Saw the Destiny 2 trailer. Like, the coolest thing about the Destiny 2 trailer was not the Destiny 2 trailer. It was the, uh, the banners and, like, the red um, lighting they did in the room. Like, all the, the Cabal banners came down, and yeah. the whole thing's just blood red. And I was like, man, this is cool. Yeah. Um, we saw... Oh, wait, I guess that was it. De- uh, then we saw Spider-Man gameplay demo, and that was really cool. Uh, the release window is 2018. That looked amazing. I think it's going to slip. Yeah, I, th- I think it will too. Like I think about the big <laughs> games that you have. That looks amazing. I think. Like, it's just, yeah, I know so, it's gonna die hard. <laughs> so what is funny about that, like, is you look at all the games that we've piled now into 2018. Just by nature of not wanting to like cannibalize your own sales, it, or let like something like Red Dead Redemption, which is also coming out in 2018. Oh man, take away all of your sales. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about how hard of an uphill battle that is against, like, Red Dead and, like... That's yeah, Red what, Dead, what if Red Dead and God of War go, go head-to-head? Right, that's, and so, like, it's... it's These games are going to get moved regardless of whether they need to for the development or not. Like, these games are not going to come out. Like, there's some games that are going to get delayed out of, uh, out of 2018 and are going to be moved to 2019. Because... It's like, well, who wouldn't take more development time? You know, fix, fix bugs, make it better, add stuff, you know, whatever. And then also... Who wants to come out with a hundred other amazing looking games as well? So yeah, I think people just don't like they, they want to keep you interested by saying 2018, but then like they always know like that we can push this, and it's just yeah. like uh, you know, then I don't know. <laughs> it's like then don't give us a date. <laughs> Why give us this? Uh, all right, let's talk about the last thing real quick. Nintendo saw Rocket League on the Switch. Oh man, Yay! nailed it! Can't wait to play that. I totally nailed it. That'll be awesome. Like on the go. Playing with other systems sounds cool. The yeah, yeah the interesting thing about Rocket League, uh, Rocket League on Switch is going to have crossplay with Xbox One and PC, which does mm-hmm. not include matchmaking. Right, right. Oh, does it not? No. Okay. What does that mean? You cannot matchmake you with can't? other people. No, 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 no. Rocket. The way Rocket League has always worked is you can always crossplay with. Oh. You can always get matched. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you can't Sorry. party up with them. You can't party. Sorry, my terminology yeah, matchmaking wrong. works. Yeah, matchmaking works, but partying does not. Yeah, okay, that, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's fine. That's I get fine. it. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's like, well, you, you know, Nintendo, they don't have voice chat at the moment anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like that matters too much. But like, I mean, so you if you're well, playing on your even, Xbox. Even if they do, you're going to use a third-party app on your phone. You might as well just call your friend on the <laughs> yeah, phone. Yeah, let's just <laughs> Skype right now. So, like, I mean, what you're, what you're saying is that on my Nintendo Switch, I couldn't sit there and be like, hey, I'm going to invite you on your right. Xbox to a game. But if we're both playing in the singles matchmaking or whatever, like, we might get put up against each other. Yes, there's a one in a bazillion chance yep. that we would get placed together. That's how I play this anyway. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, fun fact about that. Yet again, PS4 
They refused. They, they, they refused. <laughs> uh, so, so Which search. is funny because that's what this was like. Rocket League was available on yeah. PS4. No. Yeah, first. Yeah, first. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Two is coming this fall or this holiday. Sorry, yeah. 2017. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors. We knew that was coming. Yeah, um, but it's going hadn't to seen, fall hadn't seen footage, 2017. Though. Yeah. Uh, which is what? Is, what is that again? You so it's a so it is a kind of hack and slash uh, horde kind of thing where you like you are uh, you select your hero and there are hordes of enemies that are attacking and you can go over there and it'll be like oh head over to the south tower they were being attacked and overrun and you run over there and you know it's like <laughs> essentially the only way you lose this game is by the overwhelming hordes of other people like you are the hero mm. in uh, in like Dynasty Warriors games and in uh, in these types of games so. Um, yeah, it'll, it's, it's, it's fun. It's kind of like mindless kind of hack and slash where you're like, you know, let me get over there and just Mm -hmm. rock these people. So I'm, I'm excited for, to see what it is. I like, I've played some of the, the, uh, the dynasty warriors games and like, I mean, they're fun. Yeah. It's just, I don't know how much of a stain power they have with me. For some reason they're not showing what I think is. Oh yeah, they are. Okay. So anyway, the second biggest announcement out of the Nintendo conference Metroid 4, 4 Prime. Oh my god! Coming into Switch, uh, which we haven't seen a Metroid game in forever, right? I think as a Metroid Prime game, we haven't seen in about as much time as they haven't seen Beyond Good and Evil. So that's pretty wild. Wasn't the last one on like GameCube? GameCube, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that was like ten years ago, wasn't GameCube, it? At least, man. at least, at least, at least, yeah. Because that, no, that's probably more than that. Like I would say, like fifteen years. So wild. it's not the same developer. Uh, as the other ones, but it does have the same game designer lead. Right. So like they've created a new team um, and the same person who like led the teams on the other ones. But like that begs the question, like I, one of my predictions was that retro would unveil their new game and it would be like either tropical freeze Two, like a donkey Kong game or a completely new IP. And so I, whenever I saw this, I assumed that it was them like the same studio that has released all of the other Metroid prime games, but it's not. So it's like, what did, what have they been working on for the past like six years? So, I'm twiddling their thumbs. Kirby, think we should think we should fire up our uh, computers and make a game yet? <laughs> Shut, Shut up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirby has a new game that's coming out. Yeah, um, it, Kirby, it, you can, it's always a good time with Kirby yeah, game, man. Dude. I know. Super pumped about that. I'm, not, I'm super pumped about that and the Yoshi game. Yeah, dude. Just yeah, like with with, I with okay. Kirby, it's like just, just a little in, just a little warning on the on the Yoshi game. They're intended for like ten year olds. Oh, okay. I got the Wooly World, which yeah. is basically like yeah. the prequel to this. Like this yeah. is like a sequel to that. Yeah, and I, it's definitely like for small children. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> it's like a platformer that you can't lose. Right. Like you have to actively try to lose in order. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love like the art aesthetic, yeah. and I like I like those types of like kind of puzzle experiences. That yeah, sort yeah. Of thing. So both of them are coming in 2018. So in all of these trailers, so in Lucky's Tale, whenever we were watching the Microsoft conference, I was frustrated because whoever was playing that gameplay not getting all the coins. But in all of this <laughs> gameplay, they know how to play these That's platformers. They, they got all the coins they could. <laughs> Pokemon is the big announcement coming to Nintendo Switch, a mainline entry. Super pumped about that. Like and, and, and it was like the most understated way yeah, ever. For sure, a guy t- sitting there with his notepad and pen. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> we're working on a Pokemon game. Back to you. <laughs> Seriously, like no, I, Pokemon game, and it may not release for more than a year. Right. Well, like 
They also don't want to uh, like they they've got the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon coming out later this year, so like they don't want to like take away sales from that. I don't think it's that. The, no one's working on this game yet. Like there wasn't even a graphic for it. Like it's like they decided like ten minutes before the they had yeah. this bit, like hey, do you want to tell them about Pokemon? Think, oh yeah, shoot. Yeah, do you think you should tell them about that thing that we started like last week? It's ridiculous. <laughs> that's funny i like yeah i'm this is the one thing the one announcement where i was like oh my goodness i'm so amped for that and it's weird because it'll be uh, the first mainline pokemon game that you can play on a big screen television like then like yeah. rather than uh on a handheld exclusive handheld like i well the thing is i think that this kind of marks the fact that this is happening marks not the end of because nintendo always supports their systems but i think the 3ds is like they're not going to focus on it that much anymore. Like Post. They'll, they'll finish what's in development now. Yeah. But they're done with it. Like because like once the switch succeeded, it's like, well, this is our handheld, yeah. but also our console. Yeah. Which is I, genius for them because they don't have to produce <laughs> two different machines. Yeah, move all those developers <laughs> over to to one machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like that's the thing. Like they've said that they've got games that are coming out through 2018, but it's like, these are games that have been long in development. It's like, well, let's just get everything we have in the backlog out the door for the, that console. And then it's from then on, it's all about the switch. what did you guys think of the DLC for breath of the wild? There's no story content. Well, so there will be story content in the December one, but we didn't see any details on it. This, yeah, the first one is called The Master Trial. This was nothing that we didn't know about before. Like, they the, announced this in press releases The before. next one's called The Champion's Ballad. So, yeah, the first one is a, uh, a hard mode, basically, and which is like... Because Zelda's not hard yeah, enough. Yeah, I was about to say, like, this game is not easy to begin with, but it's like the enemies are all harder, and they're like these weird platforms that are floating. Like, you saw the balloon thing that yeah. would pop up. Like, in certain spots, it like they're like, oh! So this is within the game world that's there already? Yeah, so like you would load into like a hard mode. Um, oh and then the uh, there are a bunch of new outfits in this first drop, which was like, um, whatever. But yeah. the Korok mask one was interesting, because like it'll it'll vibrate whenever you come on a Korok scene. Oh, I, I didn't understand what was happening. Which there are 900 of them. Those so it's like this thing's gonna be going off all the time. Um, <laughs> I've gotten like three hundred and change of them, and I feel pretty good about it. Nice. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but that means I've only gotten a third. So then, um, then the other thing is like you can see the last two hundred hours of your footsteps on your mini map, which that's the, the one where I'm like, oh my goodness, the last what? Two hundred hours. Two hundred hours of your footsteps on the mini map. Yeah. Like, so you can see where you, the trail of where you've been. I haven't even played 200 hours. For, like, 200 <laughs> hours. Yeah. I've walked all over that place. Yeah, so you're not, like, erasing even your, like, beginning spawns or whatever. So I haven't played 200 hours. What's the purpose of that? It's The purpose of it is to, like, whenever somebody's covered, like, it goes, oh, man, you know. And then they look at it and they go, oh, I haven't been to that area. Hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like there's entire areas, like, because I've gone almost all through the entire map. I'm still missing, like, four shrines. Will it do it retroactively? Like, yeah. So like you'll you'll load into your current game. Yeah. So, so like if like, you boom, it, yeah. oh cool, I haven't been there yet. Right. If you get the season pass, like it'll it'll unlock and you can like you that's a that's a layer now on your map or whatever. Hmm. Interesting. Which is weird. Like these like what, what bugs me about like this the first pack like so we have this pack and then the pack that's coming in in holidays I guess what they're saying like yeah winter <laughs> all these <laughs> yeah no it's it fall yeah, no, it's holiday okay so it's coming holiday and like that's the one that i'm more interested in because it's got the story content right yeah and so but but this one feels like it's like oh well, we got to give them something in the meantime 
So let's just, and we got to get him to buy the season pass because you can't buy it like a la carte. You can't buy any of this a la carte. No, you have to buy the season pass. And so, but I like I don't know what the second pack is, and I'm good if it's story content. Like if it's good solid story, I'm gonna get it. But ah, you know, <laughs> this stuff in this first pack feels like it's developer tools that they've just enabled the player the user to use because it's like the steps like the 200 steps like you can't tell me that that's not something that on the developer side that they're tracking yeah i don't with know. heat maps and things and so it's like let's just really enable them to see it I, now that i know you can't buy it a piece at a time all the car i'm like how much is the season pass i i it's not super I think expensive. it was 20 dollars okay, it's like 20 bucks it. fine you'll <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. I know, like any additional story content, so I'll old. buy. But you know, <laughs> it's just weird. Like I, f- I find this like DLC plan, and Nintendo is relatively new to DLC plans yeah, and season packs, true. like it's season like, passes. We're doing. <laughs> and so like I feel like this is one of those like let's just try it. Okay, Nintendo. Let's just like they're like this weird, like freaky, off Earth. Like phenomenon where you're like, how are you succeeding? I love it, dude. It's amazing, right? Before you launched your console, you sat a dude on a couch for three seconds and told us that the the controllers are comfortable to use while you lounge on the couch. That was your. That was literally you took the time to make that a selling (laughs) point to bring the couch, and here it is selling record numbers of consoles. It's amazing, and And then like the thing is, it's going to be sold out for a really long time because of metroid and because of uh mario yeah mario odyssey which looks amazing another one where i'm looking at it going (laughs) wtf oh my gosh what is this game i love it it doesn't make any sense i don't understand it i take the opposite where i told josh afterwards i'm i'm less excited about that game now really you know it's gonna be fantastic for sure (laughs) it's gonna get like a 9.5 out of 10 on every review site but i I think it looks amazing and that gameplay thing afterwards like was so weird yeah they, they were like super like chill about it but they were like the two guys wearing the oh, hats whatever and stuff. He, yeah whatever he, he went up he went <laughs> up there it. went up on top of that roof and he i'm just i told josh i'm like what is he doing up here well i think like, he was waiting for them to stop he talking was. <laughs> he wanted to show them this thing that he found and then like the developer guy was like yeah you're not supposed to do that he's like i didn't know you were going to show <laughs> yeah, us that didn't know you right now <laughs> thanks man <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, they showed uh, Mario and Rabbids again, although it was a less like the demo on on Ubisoft really sold me on it. This yeah. was like didn't do anything. Well, this one was more like uh, a bunch of things cut together. Yeah, and so like that that never really it's it's hard because like sometimes I can get hyped about things that where they take a bunch of stuff and cut them all together and make it look awesome, but other times I'm very skeptical of those things. So like pure gameplay usually sells me on things better. I just lost the uh... oh here we go. So then moments after. The last thing we're going to talk about moments after Nintendo's presentation, Metroid Samus Returns was revealed as an exclusive 3DS game. It's essentially a reimagination of Metroid 2, which came out for Game Boy back in 1991. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Which is amazing. Like people have been asking for, uh, for a 2D Metroid because they're like, it can't be that hard. Just like take a, make a 2D Metroid now. You know? And so like they're doing that and, uh, putting it on 3DS for some reason. So that was a lot. That was a lot. That was E3 2017. What are your big takeaways? 1X, man. I'm yeah. all about that 1X. Yeah. That's, I... all, that's, all, that's all I really wanted, and I got what I wanted. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm excited. Uh, when I wonder when pre-orders start for that. I don't know, but I'm going to jump on that. <laughs> are you going to do uh, Amazon or are you going to do GameStop? I don't know. I know. 
You like, do- Amazon does like release date delivery, but it doesn't. It won't get it at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dilemma. You can do Best <laughs> Buy as well. That's true. You got to pay for it immediately though if you do Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always that's always not fun with their pre-orders. Um, interesting. Was so it, are you was, gonna get was, are was you it, gonna get the Xbox oh, yeah, one, one X right out like yeah or where I you mean get I don't from? even have an Xbox One S I mean you don't either but I mean I I really want the especially since I'm I, I have to Dude, since the thing, I you have, have to upgrade your television yeah it's a piece of crap now like like there are lines <laughs> down the middle of your television down the middle and then the whole like there's a the the quarter left side is almost like you can't even see dude it. Chris like certain colors just are black like Chris. red is black over there Chris. You gotta so get a new the TV. Des- the Destiny mini map in PvP, I don't know where anyone is. What, what are you, you doing this weekend? For? What, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Dude, I will go TV shopping with you. Where do you look? Let's go. <laughs> we, we can go earlier. I'm going out of town this weekend, but I like, yeah, I need to do that. I need to be like, I need to go buy a TV. Do it tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I got all week, dude. dude. Seriously. So that's what I need. I need somebody just to do it with me. So yeah. like, force me to do it. Um, the, uh, so yeah, I'm definitely going to pick it up. And cool. I'm excited about it. Um, because that's the thing. Once I get a 4K TV, I need a 4K Blu-ray player. I need, <laughs> need it to, like my games to be 4K anyway. Yeah. So, so, might as so well you, buy it. yeah, you're in. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it's like, that's all in, that's all of those things are in that box. So, plus you're good. so this is the other, uh, the, let me tell you my thought process when I saw this box. Is the first Xbox One box that doesn't have a vent on the top. My th- first thought through my mind was, awesome, I don't have to kick Boomer off the top of my Xbox yeah. anymore. Dude, she that's can hilarious. sit up there all she wants. Because <laughs> she gets really up there funny. now and like she will plop herself down on that vent because it's so warm. And she's like, <laughs> oh, so good on my fur. <laughs> like, you have to get off. You're going to blow this thing up. <laughs> dude some cat lover like oh, designed man. the new xbox yes. and they're like that's awesome. i'm solving so many world problems right <laughs> <Yes>. now <laughs> i mean was, were we playing the other night and i was like all of a sudden like i was talking to like boomer got right up in my face yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny it's like you like did like baby talk to your cat you're like hey hey boomer hey Hey. And then it was like it was, I was introducing my brother-in-law because he just bought Destiny. I was introducing him to everybody, and Christy goes, "Hey, boo, hi!" Like this high-pitched voice, and my brother-in-law goes, "What? Who? Who was that?" Oh, man. That's amazing. There's other times. I think I told you the time when I was playing Destiny with you guys, and it was like it was, we were in a raid or something crazy, yeah. and freaking Boomer was just like jumping up on top of the Xbox constantly. And I was like having to like get up. I was trying to like not to die and like pick her up, throw her off, and she jumped right back on. I'm like, stop it. This is the best console for cats. Yeah. <laughs> That's their slogan. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. Yeah, I mean. Mm. That's what 4K stands for. Four, <laughs> four <laughs> cats. <laughs> That's such a stupid dad joke. I hate it. Oh That's the gosh. worst joke I've ever told. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, That's man. awesome. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, I think the biggest problem. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, definitely, definitely Xbox One X. I mean, because everything was so far out. Yeah. Like what's coming this year that we're super excited about? Let's talk about that maybe. It's Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I'm excited about that. 
I mean, I, uh, like that one and then Destiny, but Destiny we didn't, too. Yeah, we yeah, really Destiny didn't do much too. about that. I mean, I'm excited for Call of Duty for like the the uh, World War II campaign in that. Like, it looks yeah. really good. So, um, the uh, that the one, the one um, pixel art kind of like, yeah. What, what was that one called? Something or, side the, the long so dark or something. The last, the last night. night. The last night. The last, last night. night. Yeah, yeah. The last night. That looks super cool. Is that coming this year though? Yeah. Okay. I think wasn't it. No, no. I don't know if it had a date on no, it. Maybe it didn't have mm. a date. Yeah. Uh, the one from uh, A Way Out. Is that, is that coming this year? Uh, I think that one's coming early next year. Good grief. Yeah, so, I mean... Because <laughs> that developer, like, the other thing about that developer, I liked him, him like, <laughs> talking about people who are passionate about their things. Like, his interviews have been really funny and really good. But, like, somebody asked him, like, like when it was coming out, he's like, Oh, he's like, it's going to come out whenever we finish it. He's like, we're still like, you know, whittling it down. He's like, I'm not going to sacrifice the artistic vision of my game for an arbitrary release date, you know, but you shouldn't have to. Right. And so, but it's like, at some point you got to put it out. And I think like it, it, his, his goal is early 2018. So I assume that one probably will come out late 2018. (laughs) Let me, let's see here. I mean, that's the thing like about this console for me. Like the, the biggest takeaway that I had was that it's not any one thing. Like I think you think about Microsoft's press conference, right? Like they had 42 games. Yeah. And it's like you're going to see some of them soon and you're going to see some of them not so soon. And so like that is the story of this entire like the entire E3 for me where it's like this was a bunch of games. A lot of them look great. A lot of them I'm not like they just don't interest me personally. But like. Some of them are coming now, and most of them, though, are coming 2018, 2019. So it's it's those mixed feelings. And so the ones that I'm most excited about are the kind of immediate ones. And I think this kind of like opens the door in my brain for more things for me, like for Switch games, like for like the Mario uh, plus Rabbids game. Like it's like yeah. I'll probably pick that up, whereas I wouldn't have before if there was jam-packed things later in the year. But if I'm picking up like you know, three or four games uh, in the fall here that opens the door to like pick up some of these like other games, you know, to pick up some, some, some kind of lesser known quantities and try some of these, uh, fun looking games that I wouldn't normally have tried this. That's the weird thing about like last year. It's like you had so many games and so many things like happening like the last few years where it's like, what am I going to get? We've had discussions and we'll probably have this discussion later on in the podcast about like what, games do we want to buy this year like what are the like of all the games that we're interested in which ones are we probably picking up but like overall i think like the door's wide open this year and for something unexpected to sweep in and uh and take it over starting next month in july just going through the release like this is just like games that we've talked about that we've been pumped about before or whatever splatoon 2 yeah um comes out in july lawbreakers looks cool in August, Tacoma, um, Sonic Mania. Yep. So pumped about that. Uh, that's, then the Rabbids Mario Kingdom comes out. Yep. Then um, September, I mean, Knack 2. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in that, but Destiny 2, it's going to be probably a big game. Destiny 2, uh, the Dishonored DLC, Marvel's Capcom Infinite, um, Cuphead, October. Middle Earth, Shadow of War. We didn't talk about that, but I don't really know what to think about that game. Oh, uh, it was yeah. at the Microsoft conference. Well, I don't know yeah. why it wasn't in that big list. Um, Forza Motorsport 7, um, Destiny 2, South Park Fractured But Whole, 
Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. So October is a huge month. Wolfenstein: The New Colossus, Super Mario Odyssey. Man, that's yeah, wild. November: Call of Duty: World War Two, Crackdown Three, Need for Speed Payback, Lego Marvel: Super Heroes Two, um, Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Star Wars: Battlefront Two, December Steep. But I, I mean, none of those are like knock knock it out of the park kind of games for me, you know, except for Destiny Two. Like that's the one I'm really pumped about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. It's, These are it's, all sequels. That's right. There's nothing like crazy new about them. It's just one of those years, man. Yeah, yeah. I think the the big takeaways for me are Destiny and then Mario. Those are the two ones that I'm like the most excited to play. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games in here. I was like, like, like Ubisoft. Like they really touched on like, okay, this is the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. I mean, I'll be interested to see how the reviews. This is more of a game. Yeah, this is probably more of a year where it's like, let's see how they review, and then yep. pick up a few. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's kind of that's that's where I'm at too, because a lot like even the the uh, the games that I'm interested in, it, I'm still kind of in that like middle realm where I'm not, not like this is day one pickup type situation. Yeah. It's yeah. more like you said, like you know, wait for yeah. wait to see what other people think about it and wait to see how they how they do technically and mm-hmm. go from there. All right, you got any last comments? I'm all good. All good. I'm all good. I'm all good. That's it for this week. Next week. We are reviewing something. Uh, I think Transformers comes oh, out. Okay. Transformers. So. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. <laughs> Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You can find us online at StakingTargetPodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisWright250 and JohnWright777 and Fultron84 and uh, and at StakingTargetPod. What was that? What was that? I was think that it was my outside? chair. Outside? Oh no! Okay. I think it was my chair. All right. <laughs> No, I I can't replicate the noise. Sounded like bowling pins you knocked down. It was very strange. I don't know. Anyway, um, please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Let us know what you think of our podcast. Hate it or love it. Please love it. (laughs) Please. (laughs) We're like 120 some odd minutes into this podcast right now. I mean, no one's listening about this point. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for being here. Yeah, Yeah, no problem. So so amped to get like the uh, the uh, alternate and additional perspectives. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. It's always good to have you. That's why God made me. Mm. And what's funny, like <laughs> in this room, two out of the three of us are gonna buy the uh, mm. the Xbox One True. X's. So maybe it'll be a little bit more successful than, uh, than the PS4 <laughs> Pro, based it on all rides based on, us. on polling on this room alone. <laughs> Sample size isn't big enough. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Xbox, we got a new slogan for you. Two out of three, uh, <laughs> two out of three stay on target podcasters have, uh, <laughs> two out of three grown okay. men in their early 30s prefer Xbox Scorpio over PS4 Pro. <laughs> That's amazing. Two out of the three guys in that one random room. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, stay on, on Target. target.